Welcome to RPG Cast episode 400! Woo! Hype. Hype. Yay, one, hey, two hypes. All 400 right. hype. Four, three, hype. Three hypes. Ah, ah, ah. I'm your host, Christopher Vettier, here with a bunch of people uh, in no particular order. Kelly Ryan. Hello. Jonna. Oh, freaking stupid spreadsheets confusing me. Alice Wilkinson. I'm the reason this podcast is late. Yes. And Anna Marie Privetier. Good afternoon. Uh, not joining us, apparently, for episode 400 are cats. And Jonathan. And Jonathan. Jonathan had to go to the office. Oh, lame. So, you know, kind of out of his control. Darn, Jonathan. Oh, and he's talking about getting dinner, too, and I'm already hungry for dinner, and I don't know why. I just fed you lunch. I know, I'm a hungry person. And it was delicious. It was delicious. We had Vietnamese steak that was marinated with uh, garlic and jalapenos and soy sauce. Yeah. And you eat better lunches than I eat dinners. <laughs> Let's talk after the show because I don't want to do like a, a, Hello a HelloFresh advertisement yeah. while we're on the podcast. Hey, so <laughs> let's 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 plug a couple. Let's plug things. Um, how about Extra Life? Yeah, tell them about Extra Life, Anna. Um, Extra Life is a fundraiser that we do every year. There's lots of people that do it. Um, it is at extra-life.org. Um, it originally started as a guy called Doc. He decided to play video games for 24 hours straight to raise money for one of his friends that was really sick. She was very young, um, though she has Victoria. since passed away. Yeah, long um, We do continue to raise money yearly for children's hospitals because sick kids need different things than sick adults. Um, they're just not equipped with the life experiences that, that adults are because they're they're kids and because they're kids they have to have their parents there they have to have special doctors and all that stuff costs money and so we raise money goes towards children's hospitals you get to choose which hospital you play for chris and i are each playing for a different hospital in wisconsin uh we have different people playing for hospitals all over the u.s on our team no longer canada because sam abandoned us sam jumped teams again (laughs) She should feel ashamed. Um, but yeah, if you want to um, come support, you can support us in really three different ways. Um, one, if you want to support, if you have the capacity to financially support us, that's amazing. Extra-life.org slash team slash RPGamer. Feel free to donate to every anybody on our team. Of course, I um, deserve more money than Chris, even though it all goes to charity. No, I deserve... I deserve. <laughs> Give me more money than Anna. I, I should raise more money than Chris. That doesn't even matter. No, it like, doesn't, because it, it all goes we're going, straight it, to charity. It's going to the same charity for the two of us, too. <laughs> so, um, or we have, I think, four other people on our team. And then, of course, join us. Uh, second way, join us while we stream. So we are streaming on October 29th and 30th. Um, we will be streaming 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. Central. Um, that's 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Pacific. Um 3 p.m. to 3 a.m. Um, BST. Um, and lots of time let's zones. Keep going. Let's, there. let's get all the time zones. I like this. <laughs> it's PST and BST are the ones that I can convert to very easily. So, um, yeah, 
come cheer us on talk about it talk with us in the chat while we're playing suggest games um heckle chris as he dies while playing dark souls because that's just a tradition um third way you can help support us um tell people about what we're doing and tell people how awesome it is and even if you can't donate maybe you will reach out to someone who can and that's awesome so Extra Life 2016, October 29th and 30th. That's a Saturday and Sunday. It's going to be spooktacular. We're going to do some Halloween-themed stuff as well. Oh, Spooky. are we now? Yeah, like Costume Quest 2. Mm -hmm. uh, how um, are we decorating? Have we figured how we're decorating? Well, see, my idea was to put out cans of pumpkin puree and see if people noticed. <laughs> what are all these cans sitting oh. there? I don't know. <laughs> Well, they're going to notice now that you pointed it out. We, oh. we have a built-in decoration. We have a black cat. I, what okay. we're really looking for are good ideas for accessorizing the black cat, really. A witch's hat. Ooh, you could give, give him oh, a little red no, 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 like no. Gigi. I, I think you missed a point. It's a cat. So stuff yeah. going on the cat, I don't think is going to work. Yeah. I think stuff needs to go around or near the cat. Ah. I really would I don't like know, to see maybe. Simon wearing a hat. <laughs> um, also, we have a podcast sponsor. So we have, we have sponsorships now. Yes. Sort Wait, of. what? Yes. I know. Isn't that amazing? So we'll do one up front and one at the end. So let me, yeah. All right. Do the, so do the crate first. Do you want cool stuff in your life that's themed every month? No. Yes. But you did. I did. You did for a year and a half, Chris. Oh, yeah, I did. And in fact, we have bought these for <laughs> other people because they are awesome loot crates. I have done that. And so Loot Crate is a themed crate every month where you get uh, four to seven items, um, depending on what kind of box that you get and what the theme is for the month. And the box is going to be turned inside out, and all of the boxes themselves are themed. So if you have ever thought about doing a monthly box service, um, try lootcrate.com slash rpgamer, and that helps support us as a site. So wait, no, seriously, are we actually sponsored by Loot Crate now? We would, well, yes, it's, yes. there's networks oh. and stuff involved, but try lootcrate.com slash rpgamer. It's, it's, not, it's not sponsorship so much as offer codes, so... They're not oh, okay. laying. They're not laying out code cash in advance. But if you go to trylootcrate.com/rpgamer, give tr lootcrate a, a try. Um, if you just go to lootcrate.com/rpgamer, it's not going to work. You have to go to trylootcrate.com/rpgamer. But yeah, that gets us monies, and uh, it's a way for you to support the show and the site without, uh, you know, without us needing to do any weird advertisement or excuse me. Without us having to do any weird like donation stuff or Patreon, which I don't really want to go that direction, but um, we do need incomes, so we're trying this out. See if it does anything. <laughs> it may not do much, but hey, we'll give it a shot. Um, hey, but uh, more importantly, uh, I if you have to choose between trying out Loot Crate and uh, giving to Extra Life, I'd rather you give to Extra Life. Yes. So um, it's more important. So please. We'll always put Extra Life first. Yeah. All right. So business out of the way. Let's talk about what we've Business. been playing. Yeah, what have we been playing? I have been playing Heroes of the Storm. So I played a ton of Heroes of the Storm earlier this year, and then I completely fell out of it for about six months. Um, actually, maybe even longer. Um, and then there was a bunch of cool things that had been going on. There were new characters that came out. There is a whole bunch of 
um, ways that the game has been changed, like the way that visually the game is shown to people. So like the maps are a little bit um, tidied up. Um, you can see like your towers and your forts on the map. It's all a bunch of little stuff. Like what are some little stuff plus in... signs on things? I don't understand those. That's actually the little tower. Oh, okay. The, the, the tower that's beside the I fort. thought maybe it was the healing fountain. Maybe. Oh, is that what it is? I don't know. You might be right, actually. I don't know. That would make That's a lot more sense as the visual. Oh, okay. I couldn't figure out why they had little ta- little visuals for the tower. I mean, by the time the fort's gone, who cares whether the tower's there or not? <laughs> Anyways, they have more visuals on the map. There's more characters. A bunch of stuff, instead of being blue and red, is now blue and gold. Oh, that's good for you. It is very good. That's nice for me because it looks a little less yellow. But you could distinguish yellow. blue and red. Yeah, oh, I, I mean, the, the problem wasn't... Nice. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the problem wasn't that I couldn't distinguish it. The problem was it was ugly. And for those who are very confused, I am red, green, colorblind. Well, is that only if your colorblind mode is on or something? I don't know. I don't remember turning colorblind mode on, but I'll have to check next time I'm in the game. Um, but I, I turned it in on WoW and you're like, oh... Yeah, I should probably be using this. <laughs> <laughs> but I, at this, the problem I have with WoW is at this point, I've been playing the game in non-colorblind mode for so long that I hate the way that it looks when it's in colorblind mode. Like Which this, one? the specific... Which game? Uh, WoW. So I always have had the basic colorblind mode on. Mm-hmm. And so like it's instead of having like 14 and a little um, thing of gold... And then 12 and a little spot of silver and then 13 and a little spot of bronze. It says 14G, um, 13S, 12B. Mm-hmm. And I've that's been nice. Mm-hmm. And so there's... Uh, and it says epic on something that's purple quality. Okay. Um, but there's also like this advanced colorblind mode that you showed me. Yeah. Where you can like tune it to your specific type of colorblindness. Right. And it just looks weird to me. It looks right. But because I've been looking at it, quote unquote, wrong for so long, <laughs> it just bothers me. Well, but me. you could change the strength. And what you did was turn the strength down. And then you're like, okay, that's a good balance. Unless yeah, you've changed I, it since then. Yeah, I have. Oh. I just changed it back. Because I'm just like, this just doesn't... The problem is, is <sighs> I've been looking at it, quote unquote, wrong for so long. that now that I look at it, well, it's quote unquote, right. It looks wrong. Right. Okay. So here's the storm. I've been playing Chromie. I love Chromie, except when I play really, really hard AIs. Then I, I don't have a lot of fun playing Chromie. Because Chromie is Chromie is pretty great. Chromie's strength is that she has a lot of burst damage. She can damage from super far away. Um, but Chromie definitely has like three major weaknesses. One, she's absolutely no way to escape. And so, like, if Falstad walks up to her, he can just laugh until she dies in his AoE. Because Falstad has this lightning bubble that he puts around himself that slows everybody in it and damages them over time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, Falstad is instant death for Gromi. Hard counter. Um, to she um, struggles to do map objectives to a fairly large extent because... Out of her three um, classic abilities and her fourth um, ultimate, um, only one of them can affect creeps. Only one of them affect non-player things on the map. So she's incredibly good at attacking hero characters, but she's kind of poo at doing anything other than um, uh, burst AE damage to creeps with one ability. So, like, for example, we were playing a map last night where it was the an- the angel versus the demons fighting in the middle. 
And I'm like, why would I even bother going to the middle? All I could do is stand there and auto attack. I'm surely there's something I could better to do with my time. And so, yes, Chromie definitely has advantages and disadvantages. Oh yeah, and her third disadvantage is she has like three hit points. <laughs> you can count them. Yeah, I have literally walked out of battles with like sub 100 hit points and been like, well, guess it's time to hearth. Whereas I would never go that low with any other character. So yeah, I've really been enjoying it. There's you just like Chromie because she's short like you. Let's be honest here. I just I like the way that she plays. You said she's no good in actual professional matches. Yeah, nah, she's crap for for competitive. So, but I mean, so are a lot of characters. So I'm not really gonna hold that against her. I enjoy playing her. I play against the AI. Um, you know, and sometimes I get terrible maps and I do like crap. But most of the time, I'm the MVP of the game. Because I'm really good at siege damage, I'm really good at clearing creeps, and I'm really good at killing um, the bad guy. So, you know. You know. Oh, yeah, and of course, there's there's now an MVP system. That's Yeah, what's up with that change. MVP stuff? So, at the end of the battle, it kind of looks at what everybody does and sort of um, assigns them a, a best X. So, like, MVP yeah. is someone who had, like, the highest percentage in one of the very relevant categories, like, the percent of enemies killed, percent of um, EXP contributed, stuff like that. And then, Basically, it's the it's the cards from Overwatch matches. Yeah. At least that's what it seems to me, anyway. Yeah, no, it's exactly like Overwatch if you played that. Um, a lot of times Anna, I will see, like... Anna, what? how many times you played Overwatch? None, but okay. I've watched people play it. Okay. And I like watching the MVP videos, because they're cool. All right. Um... So there'll be like an award for most mercenary camps taken, most EXP gained, most siege damage, um, longest kill streak, et cetera, et cetera. And so um, even if you don't get MVP, the chances are pretty high you will get some sort of accolade and you can vote for people that you think did really good. And the votes don't mean anything other than, hey, um, I'm not a douchebag and I think that you did something good contributing to my team. So it's like whose line is it anyway? The points don't matter? Yes. Okay. Everything's made up and the points don't matter. So yeah, Heroes of the Storm. I definitely have been enjoying playing. Um, uh, other than that, I have been playing Dragon Quest Seven this week. So That's what I, I've been playing. Yeah, so let's talk Dragon Quest Seven. So my time to all trades, my time to job was 16 and a half hours. My time is going to be... I'm at that spot right now. Um, I just got out of the little underground air prison where... You get trapped in in that spot, and I'm slowly making my way to the top, and I'm gonna do like the next little part of that quest. But I didn't get. I've been playing it before I go to bed at night, and I went to bed really late, so I just kind of crashed without any real Dragon Quest time last last night. Um, um, I was hoping in this version that they would let you keep Kiefer, but I guess Sutherland? not. Nope. Yeah. Yes, Kiefer Sutherland joined your party. Cool. Is he the only survivor? <laughs> He's the designated survivor. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> That's great. We don't talk about TV shows. Oh, okay. Here. So yeah, yeah. Um, I am now 26 or 27 hours into the game. I ended up putting a lot more time than I thought I would into the game this week because um, my non my one non video oh. game client now does chat support. So if you've ever been on a site where there's like a little window at the bottom that it's like, need help? Chat live now. Oh, yeah. you're not doing that, are yeah. you? Yeah. Oh, but you don't get paid enough hours for that. 
<laughs> yeah, I do. Okay. So Ooh. that's, I mean, sometimes it's super busy and I'll have like three different people who are asking questions at the same time. And then I will sit there for an hour and a half and no one, no one, there will be no customer support needed. Mm -hmm. And so during that time, I just fire up my 3DS. Yeah, you got further. You you started the game like two weeks later than me, and yet you got further than me. How many hours did you, Kelly? How many hours did you say it took you to get to the job, Abby? Um, twenty. 20. Uh, my okay. clock is at twenty right now. Right. But she's not. She's not there yet. When yeah. you When you get there, there is something that you have to. Every Every Wait, island you go Anna, to has a problem. I'm watching a YouTube of this thing while you two are talking, mm -hmm. and I'm seeing there's a section where you play Bejeweled, essentially. Huh. You match these gems with each other and they disappear? I have no idea what you're talking about. Okay. Is this yeah. later? Is this a later on thing? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Okay. I know that I know that there's a match game in a casino. No, this isn't a, that, like a dungeon. Like you have to move oh. colored gems next to each other. And then oh, yeah. I did that already. Oh, yeah. That was like the very first place you go to. I just said. Yeah. I described it the same way to... You said you made it sound like it was a bejeweled mini game. It like, is. It's just with two instead of three. Yeah, no, that, that's not bejeweled at all. It's just matched two playing rocks bejeweled and they in the hallway. Yeah, yeah, that they're was really gems. They're giant colored gems that match and disappear. How is that not bejeweled? Because it's not you made three. It sound it's not like, a grid. Yeah, you made it. It is sound a grid. Like You're moving them along a grid. They move one spot at a time. It is a grid. Mm. I think you misrepresented that, Chris. <laughs> I, I think it's up. two against one here. I give up. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Right. And so for those who aren't familiar with Dragon Quest Seven, the sort of elevator pitch is um, three kids want to explore outside of their world, travel into the past, solve the problems of different islands. And once they have been solved, the islands get teleported back into the present time. Well, wait, from the past? Yes. So they get a time skip? Yes. Weird. And to typically, uh, when you see the island in the future, it kind of has like interesting references to the past, like um, oh, so time the has one with past. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. for them, time has passed. So basically, it's well, a why does it game. disappear? Um, because um, God and the devil had a big fight, and the devil was going to lose, so he cursed the island into pieces and made them disappear. And God said, that's kind of cheating, but whatever. I'm going to make little tablets of each of these islands and scatter them everywhere so that someday someone can put all of the islands back together. Okay. And he also turned his best hero into stone to be resurrected someday. Mm -hmm. I haven't gotten there yet. I think I'm close, though. The hero is you all along. No, it's Melvin. Oh, Melvin? Yes. <laughs> Melvin? <laughs> Yes. Have you His gotten Melvin yet? Melvin? No, but I'm really close. I think I'm like the island before Melvin. Who are you, Mervin? No, I'm 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 Paws. Okay. They I'm changed the fisherman's name son. In... They changed his name in this version too. Oh, did oh. they? Like, oh, awesome. Yeah. Don't tell like me what Mervin. it is. Don't tell me. No. Well, she okay. just said Melvin. It can't just be Please tell me they didn't change it from Melvin to Mervin cuz that's I bet you they that's did. moving sideways. That's not up or I'm, down. I'm looking right now. Well, I mean Just cuz I they changed the name of the wolf boy from Gabo to Ruff. And uh, I kind of like Ruff better. I like Ruff. Ruff is awesome. Gabo is just kind of goofy. 
Gabo is wolf in Japanese. Uh, uh, I thought it was bite, but... Oh, is it? Yeah. You're more qualified to make that now, determination, Now, you are totally... Alice. You are. <laughs> so if I'm wrong, please correct me. I think she just... Well, I, I mean, by the same token, if I'm wrong, please correct me, but... Well, you're all wrong, and I want to hear more about why this game is better. Um... No? I have some complaints. Uh-oh. What's wrong? Um, well, the on-screen enemies were supposed to minimize the amount of enemies that you had to kill yeah. and make it so that you had more options to avoid encounters if you so chose. But it is a completely yeah. false sense of, enti of, of freedom. Of entitlement. No, it is a completely yeah, it's not like false that at all. sense of freedom because 99% of the time you are in a dungeon with teeny tiny um, hallways and you are never going to skirt around an enemy. Also, enemy hitboxes include all parts of the enemy. So if you walk some past something with spines and happen to hit the last pixel of the spine, you're in combat. And things have like appendages and tails and spines and all sorts of crap sticking out of them. So there is no way to get away from enemies in most of the dungeons. Yeah, the cave and the All Trades Abbey scenario is really getting on my nerves because I don't have my abilities because you lose your abilities in that part of the game. And, and that's one of the worst places that it has all of these like corners and crooks and nanny. And, um, Crooks and nannies. Nooks That's... and crannies. Thank you. Crooks it and nannies would be like a really bad childcare service. <laughs> it, it is Mervin. Okay. So, yeah, it's just... I'm pissed off because it felt like they made such a good design decision and then completely turned around and said, nah, nah, just kidding, screw you. And enemies spawn and move around even while you're inside of the menus. So if you are like near a set of stairs. By the way, and, and that's the other thing, is enemies are constantly spawning in doorways and stairs and on teleports. And so if you like walk up to a teleport and get into a fight with an enemy, and then you then go into your menu to use some magic because you got really low on health and need to heal up before you go through the teleport, chances are good while you're in the menu, an enemy will spawn on top of that teleport again and attack you as soon as you leave the menu. Because screw you. So I am getting a little frustrated. I am 99% sure I am also desperately underleveled. I am level 20. Yeah, that is the one part of the game that is really getting on my nerves, the, uh, the, the quote-unquote random encounters. And I mean, yeah, it's... But I mean, that being said, it's not like I'm not enjoying the game. I think all of the stories are really cute. I think they did a good job making every village kind of feel a little bit different from all of the other ones. Um, I'm at the moment in a dungeon. Uh, I'm at the moment in a town where time has frozen and everybody's reliving the same day over and over. Oh, it's Groundhog Day. Yeah. Sweet. Star Trek episode. There? It's a Star Trek episode. Is Bill Murray there? No. Or Data shuffling cards that nope. look the same over and over? Nope. Okay. Um, so yeah, that's... Is Kelsey Grammer there? No. No. So yeah, that's that's kind of my ups and downs of DQ7. Anything that you wanted to add, Kelly? 
Um, no, I, I'm enjoying it so far. I can't wait to get to the job system. I was really annoyed at the kind of bait and switch with the job system at the beginning where you're doing that quest, if you know what I'm talking about. I do. Yeah. Wait, was like, wait, wait, wait. I just saw something. You can turn Ruff into a Beastmaster and then he and the wolf both dress up as sheep? Yes. That's adorable. It's what I'm going to make it's up It's a next. wolf in sheep's clothing. It is a wolf in sheep's clothing. <laughs> well, Ruff is a wolf. Okay. So either way, it's a wolf in sheep's clothing. Wolf is a wolf and human in, in sheep's clothing. Yes. Or something. Yes. That, his, that's like who's, some... his, who's his wolf friend? Where did he um, get that that's from? That's the wolf that raised him. Oh, okay. So Ruff was the last white wolf. Ah. And so... So basically Ruff is... A human wolf dressed like a sheep. That is some furryception there. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <laughs> Perception. Perception. <laughs> okay. All right. So sorry, you can I had to go there. Comment, how long till you to beat this game now? Uh, it's long. Long. Yeah. yeah. Long, long. All right. I'm. Uh, I'm. I'm probably gonna take a break from it when I go on my vacation because I always play a Shin Megami Tensei game when I go on vacation. So you're gonna play Apocalypse. So, yeah, yeah, I'm just, I got Apocalypse in the mail, and I put it aside, and I'm going to crack open the shrink wrap in the car. Cool. So, I, I know it sounds stupid, but like I, literally every time I go on vacation, it happens to be around when a new Shin Megami Tensei gets released. The first so time it was Where are you going hackers. in February? Um, no, but that's Persona. That doesn't count. That doesn't count? How does that not count? Because it's not on 3DS. Oh, I see. Yeah. Yeah, the first year we went to Colorado, it was uh, Soul Hackers on the 3DS. And then the next year, it was Devil Survivor 2. And then this year, it just happened to be um, for Apocalypse. We need to have you break out your Devil Survivor again, Chris. No. (laughs) (laughs) And... It's weird to me thinking that Shin Megami Tensei is an annual franchise now. <laughs> it is not. It, it no, literally it, it been, is. What does that yeah, mean? Yeah, it's been the past three it's, years. It's either had a new game or a remake every year. For All right, so we've had Apocalypse years. this year. What was last year? Um, uh, Soul Hackers? Devil Survivor 2. Oh, no, Devil Survivors 2. In the previous year? Either SMT4 Soul or Soul Hackers. But wasn't I think Soul Hackers both? a re-release? Yes, that it was a remake. Oh, that's not an annualized franchise. But you didn't listen to my description. I did. I started and I this was, conversation with every I was hoping year there's either be been a remake or a mainline game. Yeah, but Kelly's the one who said it was annualized. So yeah, Kelly's But wrong. I'm agreeing with her. But you're agreeing with and wrong. Then, Everyone's and then wrong. next year it'll be Persona or oh, Persona 5. Fine. I, I'm okay Wait, with yeah, you. You can get a turtle in your party? Um, that's cool. In Dragon Quest? Yeah, I've so, seen a turtle flying around on the magic carpet. I don't know what's going on. Um, at one point, you can start getting monster hearts and turn into monsters and, and master oh, them as a vocation. Okay. And I don't know anything about it other than that is a thing. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it's exclusive to the 3DS version because I don't I'm, remember anything like that. From it, the PlayStation um, yeah, version. that's what I'm watching. A trailer of things from the 3DS version from right. Nintendo. Anyway, so, sorry. Sorry, I got us off the rails. No problem. Um, what's Starbound like? I um, I'm at that point to where I'm kind of beating bosses, and it's like I got to go to this planet to get this stuff, to get this planet to get this stuff, and you know that I don't know what you would call it the 
Minecraft rabbit hole, I want to say, where you need things to craft things to craft more things. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So Starbound is just like Terraria, right? Yeah, yeah, basically, but Terraria with um, randomly generated planets. I thought Terraria stuff was randomly generated. Okay. Well, yeah, it is, but um, Terraria, you just create one world, and it just kind of generates different biomes and stuff. Mm -hmm. Star Starbound has multiple planets that you can go to, and each planet you pick has a randomly generated biome. All right, so what's the problem with Starbound? Actually, there's, there isn't that much of a problem with Starbound. Oh. I played the beta, and I really wasn't that impressed with the beta. Mm -hmm. So I'd kind of I'd kind of blown the game off. And then one of my friends told me that, have you played Starbound now that it's released? And I was like, no, because I didn't like the beta. And he says, you need to play it now. And it's really great because there's a there's a story mode like quest system. There's like a main story quest that kind of takes you through the game and kind of slowly feeds you, you know, I don't know how to describe it. It's it slowly works you in because you can go to from the beginning of the game you can go to any planet in the solar system. But whether or not you're going to survive that planet is based off of what kind of stuff that you've crafted. And the story mode kind of slowly feeds you into that so that you don't end up on a planet that's radioactive and you're going to die the second that you beam down. So I really like that they've kind of piecemealed that using the story mode. And I don't know where I was going with this. <laughs> I don't know either. I think you're just telling us how you enjoy the release versus the beta. Yeah, I should that that game taught if that game taught me one thing it's that never do pre-release betas ever again because uh, I know it's imagine, so bad, right? Imagine that an unfinished game sucks. Yeah. But I didn't know that at the time. Well, what's worse is when the unfinished game is better than the finished game. Yeah, exactly. That happens rarely, but that's the worst. Like, but oh, I mean, now each... we put all this stuff in. You're like, "Oh, I don't want to deal with any of that." But I mean, each planet has like a different environment and it can spawn one of anything. Like some of the jungle planets spawn temples that you can go through. Okay. Uh, there's planets that are completely underwater that, What's you know, you get a breathing apparatus. Explore, go through the story mode. Okay. And the story mode's really good too. And it's not like really about building like it is in Minecraft. It's more about exploring. I'm yeah, it's a little bit more about exploring, although you can bookmark planets that you really like. And I have a planet bookmark that I created just like a basic little cotton and silk farm because cotton and silk can be very difficult to look for, but you can grow plants a la Harvest Moon. So I have a planet bookmarked so that I can do just that anytime I need those kind of crafting materials and plus I need a place to stash stuff because your ship does, isn't very big when it gets when you start out but you can get ship upgrades later to add more stuff and this oh. is not a shared online world right no it's not but there is online multiplayer oh, okay so like you invite someone into your game or something yeah. or okay yeah yeah I mean I played an ungodly amount of Terraria both on the PC and on my DS. And I think if this ever came out like on the DS, you'd probably never see me again. Oh. <laughs> well, that just makes Chris sad. Yeah. 
Well, oh, hey, uh, I hope Stardew Valley never comes out on the DS either. Because then you will. <laughs> Same thing. I, I, I have that on my. Uh, I bought that on a Steam sale, but I have yet to play it because that's going to be a rabbit hole. And I'm. They just not put out a big update up. too. Yeah, yeah 1. I, 1. I know. Oh. It, it's tempting me, but I'm <laughs> still. Do, I still got wild you stuff. You can get to divorced do. now. Yeah. Um, would you? Are you thinking about playing it when it comes to PS4, Xbox One, and Wii U? Maybe. Terraria. I mean, no, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, it's combining Terraria and Harvest Moons, which are two games that are like crack for me. So. <laughs> <laughs> what Starbound yeah. is or, or Stardew? Uh, Terraria. Terraria was. Okay. And Harvest Moon is definitely crack for me. No, which is combining the two? I'm sorry. Is that Starbound yeah. that's combining the two? No, it's Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley? Yeah. That's not like Terraria. It kind of is. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well. So with all that, everyone should go but play all the farming sims for all their days. Is what I'm. That's what I'm hearing. They're really fun. Okay. Check the list here. What's up next? We've got... Oh. Something got deleted, Anna. Um, it did. Oh, no. Something got moved down. Hey, am I up next? Yeah. Oh. Let's talk about Pokemon. Pokemon? Yep. Pokemon. I've been playing Pokemon. Which one? Um, did, is that it? Or <laughs> that one? Uh, it's Omega Ruby. So, I, I mentioned this before. I've, I've been... Uh, did I not mention this? I don't know if I'm... I did, but I didn't. I'm on a Pokemon I, hype. I'm a bit hyped for Sun and Moon for reasons I don't understand, I'll be honest with you. When is it out again? Um, I'm just trying to November, figure out how right? hyped I should be. Yes. And huh. Moon. Sun and Moon. Oh, I might, might actually have to allocate some money for that. Yes. November 18th I, in the U.S. at least. I already Eight. have my pre-order global. paid off. Global. global release, Chris. What? Oh, it's global? Okay. Yeah. No, so, it's two days later for... Ah, I thought it was two days later for Europe. I'm not buying it in Europe. I'm buying it in Japan. Remember? Right. Region, Lock 3, Region Lock 3DS. Right. I have to buy it, I have to buy it on the eShop, which doesn't really matter because I'm pretty sure the game will come in English anyway, but... Yeah, it does. It's any, As soon as you load up the game, it'll be like, hey, what language do you want to play in? It doesn't matter what yep. region that you buy it from. It's the same no matter what. Yep, which was uh, same with... Um, uh, Omega Ruby and Sapphire and stuff. So I've been playing Omega Ruby because I didn't finish it. It's like, well, I got to get through that. So I have been, um, what have I been doing? Um, okay. I have been trying to just blow through badges and make it so I can actually control the Pokemon I have in my party. Cause my party is all like these, um, promotional Pokemon that I've been getting for various reasons. So they're all level 50 or higher. So for a while, I was just kind of grinding through gyms and just pressing the button and watching Pokemon fall asleep on me and kind of waiting for them to do a, a, a move and then win the match. <laughs> so we're past that point now because I can control up to level 70. I still can't bring in any of the level 100 legendaries I have, but that's okay. Um, so I take the... So I'm, I'm going through... I'm through seven gyms now. Oh, no. Six gyms now. Um, and I'm kind of working on taking out... I think now it's the time where you take out Team Magma or something. I don't know. I can't keep straight... Um, there's there's meteorites and magma and whatever, um, and so I've been trying to uh, boost my progress 
through the game to make it as fast as possible. So I'm leaning on some of the stuff that they enabled with the with the networks and stuff. So uh, what did I do the other night? That was it was I literally spent what an hour or two just doing administrative Pokemon actions. Yep. So let's let let me recount the the life of a Pokemon administrator um, that involves hooking up your games to the GameSync network and your Pokemon GL global link thing so that you're all connected with the website. Um, making sure you've gone through the Pokemon bank and evacuated all your old Pokemon from the old game into the bank. Um, making sure your Pokemon bank subscription is active. Also very important. You don't want it to lapse for too long then you might lose your Pokemon. Um, you getting all the promo codes and promo Pokemon that are currently available for both game titles that you have loaded up in your 3DS and you could go further I assume no wait I guess it's just those two gens right now that they're doing promo stuff for so get all those Pokemon downloaded transferred and over to the same game okay um then I had to go through and evacuate my street passes from the from Pokemon X um and the reason I do that is to get through all the Pokemon credit that I've built up on that game and I had Pokemon credit in the game and, and, and whatnot. And I just get it so much because we do home pass at home. So we have constant street passing going on here. Um, so I just have tons of Pokemiles in X. And I have none in Ruby because they took away the ability for street passes to give you Pokemiles in Ruby and Sapphire. Uh, very frustrating to me. But it's okay because I still have... Uh, well, I guess I'm playing Y. I still have Y sitting around. And I can go ahead and, and get them out of that. So... I keep syncing up Pokemiles and getting items from the Pokemon Link thing, which is from which is bonus items from the bank, um, and then I resync those up. And okay, so I got all twenty thousand Pokemiles uploaded to the website, and then I tra- had to figure it. Took me half an hour to figure out how to switch game cards on the website because it, it was buried somewhere, and then I had to transfer Pokemiles between the two games, and I finally did it. So now I had like thirty thousand Pokemiles in my Omega Ruby game, and it was all about spending them on like max restore stores and heart scales and and full restores max repels all that sort of good stuff so i just have an abundance of items and i synced all that down and i got my guy ready and like i can just stomp through everything now just because i could use items to carry me through the rest of the game so now i'm just ready to just rock it through to the end um and i don't know what happens after that because it's a lot of investment of to of preparation for a game that I'm just trying to blow through because Moon and Sun and Moon are what I really want to play, so I don't know what I'm doing, and that's um, yeah. There's a sizable post-game story chunk, yeah, where you get Rayquaza and I think Deoxys. Oh, great. Yep. So, yeah, you get to ride. You get to ride on a rocket and fight. Uh, not rocket. Sorry, you get to ride on Rayquaza and fight Deoxys in space. Okay, that works. I'll go do that. It is epic. All right. That's a, that, that's a goal. <laughs> and you goal. also you do you do also get Mega Rayquaza out of it as well. Okay, yeah, and that's the other thing okay. I have to do. Um, well, I guess I don't have to if I'm going to be moving to Sun and Moon immediately. Uh, I was going to say I have to go hunt down all the damn um, Mega Stones, but I guess if I'm just jumping to the next game, I don't have to find them all. So. And have you been legendary hunting on Latias slash Latias? No, I don't know how to do that. Like I can't like. Um. I don't know what to do for that. I, I'm not post game yet, so I don't think I can. I don't can think I? that that's post game yet. I think that you get that just in the middle of the regular story where you get this flute where um, either Latias or Latias, depending on what game you're playing, can pick you up from anywhere in the world and you go flying around on it. 
Yeah, you, and, get, a JR, you get a JRPG airship. Yeah, in I don't, the form of a Pokemon. I have Latias. I got one in my party, but I don't have one that comes and picks me up. I I taught it fly, but no. I mean, do you have the? Uh, it's called the um, Aeon 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 flute. The Aeon yeah. ticket. No, the flute specifically. I, oh, I have an Aeon ticket. I don't have an Aeon flute. So I have to go. Yeah. Do so something. when you get when you get when you get the Eon flute, you you get either Latios or Latias, the one specific to your uh, version. Um, oh, I can't do that till I defeat Primal Grudon or Kyogre. Yeah, I think okay. that might be what you're waiting for. So, so after that. But, but yeah, after that, when you get the around the world map, um, there'll be certain islands that spawn, and there's like different conditions for them to spawn, like different times of day certain Pokemon in your party, that sort of thing. And these islands have legendaries from every single game in the series. Oh, yeah. So got... there's like an, I, yeah, there's an island that has the three dogs from gold and silver. Yeah. There's an island that has, um, the lake trio. Yeah. yeah the lake trio, the worthless lake trio. I hate them. Yeah. They're so useless. Um, oh, and they've got the, uh, the Alga, Paltia and Giratina. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So it's really cool to be able to get all of those legendaries from the past games. That's what. That's the reason why I completed the Pokédex and uh, Alpha Sapphire and Omega Ruby. I think just Zekrom and and Kyurem are the two that I would really want out of that, but I probably already have them in my bank. <laughs> so I don't know. Hmm. But yeah, I could go. I could do that and get more legendaries. Because more legendaries is better, right? All the legendaries. All the legendaries. So my my the reason I'm hyped for Sun and Moon is like I decided I want to actually learn how to actually raise Pokemon. And I, I um, Strawberry Eggs wrote in a few episodes ago and gave me the primer for EV IV training, sort of. Um, and now it's like I need to take that and learn how to actually do it in Sun and Moon. And it is so easy to do, and oh, is it okay. six gen? Yeah. All right. There's NPCs that actually check the IVs for you, and um, you can do the uh, mini game to get the EVs out. Yeah, the EVs I understood was pretty easy. I mean, you have to reset them if you've mistrained them, right? So I have to do that. Yeah. But other than that, I have to training the EVs up. I wasn't worried about it. it was is figuring out all the IVs and stuff? I guess, but I don't know. Is all figuring all that out, and then learning about what makes a good Pokemon team is the next tr- thing I have to learn, and I don't even know where to start there because there's all these tiers and rankings, and I don't, not even close to understanding the jargon that people have for for Pokemon rankings. And then there's a meta game, and that's when I lose interest with stuff, and I'm. Uh, Help. I've always been uh, amused by how insane the Pokemon meta game is. Yeah. Just all I know is yeah, I'm it, so, it, I think I should the, have a uh, Mega Kangaskhan, but I'm not sure beyond that what else I need. The um, I think the Pokemon the Pokemon Meta game makes Magic the Gathering look sane. <laughs> it can't be. That's not possible. Well, I mean, I I disagree personally, but but I mean the nice thing about it is that you don't even have to do it if you don't give a crap about it. But it's there for people that do. Well, I wanted to try and like actually play like they have, you know, now that these games are online, there's like 
tournaments and stuff in the game. And I don't know, maybe they're all just full of cheaters, but I figured I could actually try and play in one of those and see what that was like. But I don't know how that works, so I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. I mean, if you want any idea how insane the Pokemon metagame is, somebody beat the Elite Four with a level one Rattata. <laughs> okay, what? that's just silly. What, yeah. What moves did they tell? All right. Which which <laughs> games Elite Four are we talking about? Oh God, I can't remember. I'd it have to really look it up. It was a specific setup too. It was like they taught yeah. him a move that let him survive with one hit point. It was a move that let him like counter the amount of damage that had been done. Um, and then there was a move that let him go first. So here I'm watching this video of defeating Steven with the Rotata. And like so they're just <laughs> level one Rotata versus level seventy seven Skarmory. <laughs> Which is a shame, because Skarmory is like my favorite Pokemon. It's one of mine too. Oh right. Focus Sash kept it alive. What yeah. the hell? And then it just rev- what did what? what was that move? What was that move? It just like did a bunch of damage back to it. Um, this is oh um, one of the counter moves maybe it must be. What will Rotata do? What's the? Oh, it doesn't show because it's the second screen. <sighs> uh, Pokemon. A modified fear strategy: Focus Sash, Endeavor, Quick Attack. Um, Rotata. That's the R. Um, it's. Instead of using Quick Attack immediately after Endeavor, I use Double Team while Steven uses a full restore. Next turn, I Endeavor again. I'm 1 HP and hope Skarmory doesn't use Toxic or Area Race. Okay. Yeah, so there is going to be an element of RNG involved. Oh, of course. Um, I don't know well, what I mean, Endeavor would... does, so... Yeah, I think it's to do with surviving on very low hit points. Okay. And then what's the attack? Oh, whatever. This is... Heratita grew to level 2. Like, how do you keep it as level one? You don't. Oh, okay. I thought you could give them items, to, but then they wouldn't make it through the fight. Wow, so they beat the one thing, and it's going up a lot of levels. <laughs> uh, yeah, Pokemon. <laughs> okay, this is going to level for a while, isn't it? Um... It ends up at yeah, 14, 15, goodness, when's the next Pokemon come out? Okay, 15. So it got up to level 15 just after the Skarmory. Now there's an Aggron. This is, this should be smushed. This rat should be a stain on the floor. Ugh, double team. Well, this, guy, this guy is clearly a lot better than Ash. <laughs> What are you Too talking soon. about? This is the sort of crap Ash does all the time. Yeah, except when he except when he's at the Pokemon League and then he oh. chokes like crazy. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Truly the top of Rattata's. Yeah, this is yeah, this is Rattata's yeah, definitely I went in the there. top percentage. <laughs> I also need to send you the strategy for power leveling and uh Ruby Sapphire because there's a way that you can kind of cheese it with um, I, I want all the ruby sapphire strategies you can give me actually yeah there's wanna... a way that you can cheese it very easily with um people in the secret bases okay that have level 100 chances Ooh. yeah i want to learn about all the all the cheesing i can do in that game so send me send me stuff like that 
please. I mean, unless they had, unless they've nerfed this because that was when the game came out. So, ah, it's possible. Else. I don't know. Oh, this, but anyway, this Agron just killed itself because it was confused. Good job. Oh, poor Rotata. All right, so um, what else are we doing? Uh, <laughs> this is some Dota 2 min-maxing, says Valisk in the chat room. <laughs> <laughs> Pokemon's more intense than I thought. <laughs> hey, Pokemon's serious business. All right, should we talk about World of Warcraft then? Yes, um, I've been playing a lot of WoW because they've had a World Quest week. I still don't have World week. Quest opened up. Why? What have you been doing? I've been working on the. I've been working on all these story quests they keep giving me. Like, go here and deal with this um, celestial being and learn about Illidan, and go here and work on this other thing. And 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 now I'm working on finishing my quests. I don't know. I don't know. I don't even know how to open them up. Do I have to finish my class campaign? Do I have to go to Suramar? Yes, um, <laughs> once you ding 110, you have to hit friendly with all of the factions oh, on the Broken Isles. Okay. And then Cadgar will give you that. a Yeah, Cadgar will give you a whistle. Okay. That will take you to any flight point. Of course he'll give or, me a whistle. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, and then... Almost more specifically, he gives you a, uh, a whistle that takes you to the closest f flight point on a five-minute cooldown. Yes. It is, like, the most useful item in the game. It, it is so useful, I'm surprised they haven't nerfed it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not really quite sure how you'd nerf it at this point. Put well, it on without, longer. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess. But, I mean, not without pissing off a lot of people. Oh, yeah, people. there would be blood in the streets if they nerfed it at this point, but... Still, I, I think it's one of the most handy things they've done. It's certainly nice. I mean, it's not as nice as flying, but it's a good substitute. And uh, I actually downloaded a mod called Quest Buster that puts all the world quests in one huge list and lets you filter the quest by, you know, reputation, reward type, etc. And what's really nice about this mod is that it lets you put a waypoint for a tom tom so that you can find the stuff easily so every morning when i log in i do my emissary and then i look at the list and see okay well it sorted out all the pet battles or all the pet battle quests i'm gonna go do those which add on then, is this that helps you do this quest buster it just quest came buster? out last okay. week not yes. angry world quest yeah i didn't like angry world quest because um i didn't show it didn't filter the quest by the entire Broken Isles. It just filtered it by the area that you were in. Okay. Questbuster actually shows every single quest in the entire world quest in the entire Broken Isles. There we go. Updated five days ago. All right. So this is the one you like. All right. Yes. It is, it is very good. I... I highly recommend it, especially when you open up World Quest, because it, it can seem kind of intimidating when you get them, because they're all over the place, and there's so many of them. But being able to narrow them down by, like, the type or the reward that you get is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. And plus, when you ding, or when you finally open them up, you're going to want to do the filter by, uh, where is it? Filter by armor. 
so that you can start getting upgrades right away because um, you can want, get some I'm, I'm liking all the cool armors they give me. That There's like this whole set that I'm working on piece by piece. I wanted to finish that set and level it up. Is that not possible? Yeah, but, no. You know, you can get that, but you can also get uh, trinkets and rings and, you know, all the stuff that aren't that isn't part of that set, too. Oh, I, fe- I thought that set was almost everything. Okay. No, um, trinkets, rings, the necklace, and stuff like that. And plus, um, you might want some alternate pieces while you're coming up with the order resources to pay for the upgrades, too. Oh, yeah. You're right. And not only that, if this, if it's going to take you a while to get Suramar up to Exalted, that's the last piece. Yeah. So. Oh, Kelly, there's so much for me to play. Anna, how much <laughs> playing WoW did you do? This week? Yeah. None. Oh, there's so much WoW. I know. And it's it's like good, and it's like it's a shame because there's so much other stuff to do too. Yeah. Um. Once I get the Suramar campaign done, um, because I've I'm like, I want to say like a thousand points left till I get exalted, and I've got to go into Emerald Nightmare to kill Zevius for a quest. But once I, once I get that done, I think I'll be able to taper taper off a little bit and either work on alts or heck by that time final fantasy 15 will be out and i'll be knee deep into that but i'm glad that this expansion just has so much more stuff to do now there's so much stuff to do and it's been so good i i love world quests i hope that the world quests are working out they're not getting repetitive or boring or anything no Okay. The, the nice thing about world quests is that most of the time they're fast enough that you just kill your things and you're in and out of there. All right. Yeah, I hope that they go forward with this model. Yep, because it's uh, been well, nice. Um, world quests have basically been what what little I've, what little World of Warcraft I've been playing this week. It's just a way. It's a really handy way to just hop in for like an hour. And still managed to get some stuff. I mean, it is I, if if you pick the right world quest, it's quite possible to do an entire set in one hour, mm-hmm. maybe even half an hour, depending on where they are, what the quests involve. And some but, of them are really fun. Like one of them, you ride around on a dinosaur. I've uh, heard that one brought one... up a few times as like, dude, you ride around as a dinosaur. This is good. Yes, it's also... full of, full of Jurassic Park references. Uh, there's also the one where uh, you basically clean uh, squirrels out of a town in uh, whatever it is, the name of the forest place. Oh, jeez. You just have catcher. to go around. You just have to. Be, you just have to go around picking up squirrels. Okay. So I also like the one where you make wine. You make wine like an I Love yeah. Lucy episode. That's yeah, great. you jump around in a vat of wine. Excellent. I really should unlock uh, World Quest. It would seem you should. Yeah, yeah. If you're one, one, if you're one ten, I would recommend getting to friendly as soon as possible with all of the factions so you can what? get World. How quests. do I get to friendly? Just Is do it the more quests because yeah. the one. The Wait, one so the those are World end. Quest too, aren't they? Or no, 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 they're not. As in, just do the the regular quests in quest hubs. Oh well, see, that's what I'm doing. I'm working through all the quests. Like I'm oh, on yeah, Stormline now. But I imagine if you're if you are like not friendly with one faction, it's probably going to be Suramar at this point. Oh, okay. If you haven't met Suramar yet. I haven't done anything that, in Suramar. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, because that that's that that'll be the one that you probably want to get to you, you, you know, you 
you probably need to get friendly because every getting it everywhere else is fairly easy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, if you want that entire set of armor, you're gonna want to start working on Suramar ASAP. Because well, my plan was some... to do all four, like all the the normal quest progressions and all all the areas, and then go to Suramar, and then I would be ready for world quests. But I guess I'm being foolish again. Well, for some for some reason, and I think it's because it's meant to be kind of the end game campaign. Suramar's rep games are lower than the rest of them. Ah. So that's the one that you kind of need to be picking at the most if you're that interested in getting that um, last piece of gear. You see, I'm trying to do focus on Suramar because in 7.1 they've got that mana saber mount that you get for being uh, exalted. Ah, okay. And I really want that. I see a lot of hunters with mana saber pets. Yeah, I've, I'm running around with one of them, or two of them, actually, because I'm Beastmaster. Nice. But I also tamed one of the Mechano Wolves last week. Anna, we need to play more WoW. Okay. And by need, I mean it's like the last thing we need, but we're going <laughs> to do it anyway. I'm, lo- I'm loving WoW this time around. Oh, it's, uh, it's very good. Yeah, it's it's a... It's like night and day between this and Draenor. But Anything else that we doing. should add on to WoW? Is anyone doing like heroics or endgame dungeons or mythic or Jonathan is raids? not here to talk about it. Okay. At some point, I need to get into Court of Stars and the Arcway because I have quests there, but I have to rely on the group finder to do that, and because I'm DPS, I there's no way I can get whenever I see DPS slots open, it's always in a time when I can't play, which Got is frustrating. It. I've had some weird, like there's certain times of the day where there's DPS needs, it seems. And yeah. I'm like Insta queue for things. And it's like, I haven't figured out what they are, but like, then I'll come back when I have lots of time. And there's like, no, there seems to be way more people on. And then like, that means that there's no need for DPS. It seems yeah, like if you go in weird. the middle of the night or early in the morning, there's more need for DPS, maybe? Yeah, I was incredibly weirded out the other morning seeing the DPS call to arms in Raid Finder, and it's like, oh, well, well I've got to go to work. Yeah. What does that even mean? Oh, weird. Uh, technically, it means that the developers have done a decent job this time around of making people want to play tank classes. I, I need to... L- I've been saying this for years, and I'm going to keep saying it because it's still true. I need to learn to tank. I have no, I have yeah. no opposition to the concept of being the tank. I just don't know what I'm doing. See, in Mists, I leveled up a monk via dungeons by tanking, and I really got into it, and I really like it, but they've changed the mechanics so much that I don't know if I'd be able to... I need to go basically relearn it. Hmm. Oh, also, I have alts I need to level. Because <laughs> when's that happening? Uh, yeah, I I don't know which uh, alt I'm going to level. I don't even know how much work to do on the alts, because it's not like I want to do all the quests everywhere with the alts. Like, that's crazy. But how am I going to get them to the point where they're useful to me unless I do something? But what is it? I don't know. Ah. Um, I know in 7.1, they're going to have... It's going to be a little bit more alt-friendly where... uh 
you don't have to be friendly with all the reputations to open up world quests. It's just as soon as you ding 110. Okay. Yeah, maybe that go. makes sense to me. Like, wait for 7 1 yeah. and then do the alts. Yeah. Yeah. But I want to at least get some of them to 110 first. I just, I don't know who I want to pick. I love playing my hunter. Demon but, hunter. And, yeah, demon hunter is a lot of fun. Yeah. It's also the thematically correct choice. I might level my demon hunter. But I also wanted to see the alliance side, too. Oh, I see. And, yeah. Yeah, do something with us. Oh, yeah. Yes, I need to. Hey, uh... Filthy alliances. Should we move on to Final Fantasy fourteen? Yes. Alice? Yeah, so, um, I think I... Am I the only person who's been playing fourteen? Yes. Yep. Did you deliver any lasers? Or... Damn it, Chris. No? I, I have semi-retired from EVE, for God's sake. And, and just now, when it's gonna go free-to-play, you retire? Well, I, I, when I say retire, what I mean is I shipped all my stuff back to high. Well, actually, I didn't ship any stuff yeah. back to Isaac. I sold it. Oh, OK. I, I got a vast majority. I mean, I was sitting on like 550 million isk and I now have like 2.2 billion. That works because I sold all my stuff. Can I have some. Maybe no. <laughs> I need a, need a character name and maybe a location so I can deliver it to you. It's Nabuo. Um, I don't know where I am. It's very high sec. I tell you that much. But uh, all right, fine. I'll have to water clay you first then. <laughs> how how else am I meant to deliver it? <laughs> oh, I remember. see. I see. Remember, you're gonna remember. you're gonna give me money the hard way. <laughs> like, yeah, remember the, <laughs> you're the, delivering the, a missile. <laughs> uh, remember the missiles come armed. <laughs> it's. It's all for customer satisfaction. You got to understand. Right. I, I totally didn't realize what I was walking into there. That's awesome. Um, you know, the um patch basically patch three point four came out for Final Fantasy fourteen, and I have been playing that. Does it have more Hildebrand? Yes, it has more Hildebrand. It has the finale of the Alexander storyline, which is absolutely amazing, and you should go and play it. Um, and it also has um. The next of the Warring Triads boss fights. How do you have time for 14 and WoW? Well, uh, if you remember, like, literally five minutes ago, I said that basically (laughs) the only thing I do with WoW at the moment is play, is do world quests. Okay. You know, that thing you should be unlocking. Yeah, that thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because the rest of your time is going to 14. And then eventually 14 runs out of things to do because that's just a nature. And I'll go back back to WoW. Okay, got it. (laughs) But if I haven't done anything in 14... Um, that would take you got a little bit of catching up to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got a little bit of catching up to do. Sorry, I haven't Just even I haven't even hit level cap ever in fourteen. Yeah, yeah, you should probably do something about that. Yeah, I know, uh, really. And then I have that whole expansion to go through. Uh, yep. And then every so, time I restart fourteen, I always spend like two hours reading the lore of everything from the game version that got um, shut down, just so I understand where we're starting from in the new version. And uh just, well, to be fair, they're not actually using a lot of that. No, but I like to know. I mean, admittedly, a character that only appeared in Final Fantasy ver- 14 version 1 did make a sort of appearance in the well, latest patch. But like, he's there's a bunch a flash- of characters mentioned in a flashback. The whole Scions of the Seven Dawns or whatever are characters from the first part version. Of yeah, the but I mean, yeah. they are still developed characters in their own right in Heavensward. Oh, okay. uh, in, in Realm Reborn, Realm actually. Reborn. Okay. So. But right. uh, so yeah, so three point four has um, the 
next Warring Triad boss. So the, the boss is inspired by uh, the Warring Triad from Final Fantasy VI. Uh, the previous game had Fiend, or Sephiroth, which is what he was called in the... Uh, called in... Um, what's his name? Zipper Guy. His notes for Final uh, Fantasy VI. Yeah, I think because in Nomura, some of Nomura's sketches for Final Fantasy VI, uh, Fiend was called Sephiroth, and they now have a boss fight against Sophia, which you would otherwise known as Goddess. Which means that the, uh, I think it's Demon is the one that they're leaving for last. Out of the three. Uh, I'm assuming people have played Final Fantasy VI and know what I'm talking I about. I played VI. Um, what are we talking about here? So, you know the three statues? Yes, the goddesses. That Kef, that yeah. Okay. Yeah, the Kefka moves out of alignment. I, I don't so remember those their are, names. <laughs> yeah, so those are uh, those are boss fights in Final Fantasy in yes. fourteen. Oh, okay, they're boss fights in but, six as well. Yes, uh, and also yeah, the finale to um, the Alexander storyline four pretty unique boss fights. Um, the third of which, well, I probably one of Square's like most esoteric references to their own work yet. It's not even a Final Fantasy reference, kinda. Um, there was, a, someone posted on uh, the 14 subreddit about it. Um, in 1986, so this actually predates Final Fantasy, um, a small company called Square uh, produced a game for the PC-88 called Cruise Chaser Blasty, which is a... Uh, According to Wikipedia, That's a it's Japanese an RPG. title if I've ever heard it. Yeah, it's a it's an it's a it's a mecha RPG. Ooh. From 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 the late eighties. So you need to play this. Um and it's yeah, so Cruise Chaser Blasty and the boss of Alexander number eleven. I can't remember the exact name of the the uh, the map, but everyone calls it Alexander Eleven. It's called Cruise Chaser. And just reading through its Wikipedia page, uh, this was the musical debut for one uh, Nobuo Uematsu. Hmm. So, uh, yeah. Uh, but what, what a lot of people will associate the boss with is uh, the design of Cruise Chaser Blasty itself was used for the summon arc in Final Fantasy IX, just given a kind of steampunk brush. Um, so, Cru so Cruise Chaser in Alexander in Alexander Eleven like greatly resembles um, both Ark and also this Mecha from this ancient Mecha game that Square Enix made in the late eighties. Man, this is old school. This game here, wow! Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at it on YouTube. Jeez. Yeah. Um, oh. Wow. I think I think you know considering I think what Final Fantasy came out in eighty eight. I think it was on the NES. Am I am I imagining that? I think it was eighty eight. The so they they've managed somehow managed to cram in a reference in Final Fantasy fourteen to a game that predates the original Final Fantasy. That's uh, that's, that's pretty, pretty impressive. Yeah, yeah. I mean, out the the Alexander fights this time round are honestly really really well put together. Uh, the Alexander twelve fight, I don't really want to spoil anything, but it's really really good. Mm -hmm. If you have the item level, go and do it. The music is amazing. I don't. Yeah, it requires like two thirty. <laughs> I I was on two ten when. You know what's weird about fourteen out. and me? I, I keep buying the soundtracks for that game, and like they're these weird things that are shipped on Blu-rays, and I have to find weird ways to get the song files off them. You, you do realize that if you put them on a regular PC, all of the I don't have a Blu-ray drive. Really? Yeah. 
Oh, well, that I, explains it. I kind of don't see the reason to have a, a spinning drive anymore. Yeah. So the if you actually put the Blu-ray in a in a drive that can read Blu-rays, the files are just on the disc. Yeah. In MP3 format. But they are also Instant. they've done a weird thing where you can if in like PS4s and PS3s you can put them in there and, and get the files off in a weird way. It like starts yeah. up a web browser and then you can connect your PS4 and download the files. It's really dumb. <laughs> yeah, I, I, well, I mean, the, the, the files are basically the same if you connect it on PC. It's just that you yeah. can take the, 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 the zip files straight out. Yeah, there's always one. Lot easier, and there's always one. There was one on the um, there was one on the original <clears throat> on the the Realm Reborn soundtrack that was even password. <laughs> oh, what? Yeah, it was um, it was uh, like a teaser of the next like the next soundtrack. Nice. Um, so they put in the on the on the Realm Reborn soundtrack. The hidden sound. The hidden track is um, the remix of Battle on the Big Bridge, Gilgamesh's oh, okay. theme, mm-hmm. uh, which then made a proper appearance on the Before the Fall soundtrack. The next one they released, and then Before the Fall had a preview of Heavenswood on it. So what what I've learned since buying those Blu-ray versions is Square Enix has gone and put all these up on iTunes. So now in the future, I'm just buying the iTunes versions. And yeah, I don't, oh, really? get, the, I don't get the I, lossless I, Blu-ray surround sound audio crap that you don't need and will never actually spend the time listening to. But at least <coughs> hey, I, I, have, I, have, easy. I have a, I have a five speaker set up with a subwoofer. So, I, you know, when I can use it, I might as well. I, what? But when are you dedicating time to taking a Blu-ray disc, putting it into your your Blu-ray player in your living room, and sitting there to listen to Final Fantasy music? No, yeah, I put it. I put it into my computer, Chris. Okay. I have a, my computer has a Blu-ray drive. Oh, okay. Okay. Yes. I, I'm starting to understand that your position is I should buy a Blu-ray drive. I should well, do that. I mean, they're not that expensive. No, I know. Um. But yeah, you know what is expensive? Yeah, it probably costs the same price as one of these soundtrack collections, actually. Oh, possibly. But I really, really, really like 14 soundtrack. Yeah. And I am i can't wait for the next soundtrack to come out because I really want the music from it. Just and a... They, uh, sorry, just a quick fact check. The original <clears throat> Final Fantasy came out in 1987. It was 87, okay. So this still does predate it by a year. This cruise chaser game. It's eighty six. Bloody hell! So did oh, you get score. this? Uh, oh, so are I guess it's not out yet. Are you getting this Final Fantasy fourteen duality arrangement album thing that's coming to Blu Ray? Uh, maybe I thought duality was out. Yeah, I'm confused by this because I thought the same thing, but maybe it was a first run. That's and this is the second run. I'm on CD Japan. It's hard to tell. Oh, yeah, no, Duality, I think, is already... Oh, no, I think I'm confusing it with the last Arrangement album that they did. Okay. Um, they, they did one previous... Oh, yeah, the previous one was called From Astral, Astral to Umbral. Umbral. yes. That was yes. on iTunes. I bought it on iTunes because I was tired of all this baloney with the drives. Okay. Yeah, it says... says okay, yeah, it says here, uh, it would probably be safe bet to assume that this album will be similar to From Astral to Umbral, which featured both piano music as well as arrangement from sound director Masayoshi Soken's band, The Primals. It has a similar type, uh, cover art, honestly. Yes. Though in the original one, it's a picture of the hooded Askians. In this duality one, it's a picture of uh, Estinian from the Heavenswood storyline. So, yeah, hmm. I can recognize this stuff. 
Not exactly proud of it, but whatever. <laughs> Let's see. It does look cool, though. I didn't get the previous one, so... Did you not get the Heavensward one, either? I do have the Heavensward, the, the full Heavensward soundtrack okay. along with its art book as well. Okay. But you didn't um, get Astral to Umbral. I didn't get Astral to Umbral. Did you get Before um, Meteor? Do, and did yeah, you get I do Before have, the Fall? I do have Before Meteor and Before the Fall. And A Realm Reborn? Yep. Okay. So you yeah, need so to get, I have, these, I need have to get every, the arrangement have, albums. Yeah, so I have every soundtrack except the arrangement albums, basically. Which I'm okay with. From know. what little I played 14, that music was really good. Yeah, Soken's music is really, really good. Um, but it also kind of helps that 14, um, especially some of the newer stuff, actually reuses stuff from the original 14 soundtrack, which was done almost entirely by Uematsu. So you get a double dose of good music. Stuff, huh? I, th I think when the inevitable Legion not lull hits like a year from now, I'm going to have to buy Heaven's Ward and actually go through that. Uh, well, I, I don't think you're on my server, and unfortunately 14 doesn't have cross-realm, but uh, if you were, I would have definitely offered to help. Which, which server are you guys on? Leviathan? Leviathan. Yeah, yeah, I think I rolled on that one. Oh, did you? Oh, okay. I'm pretty well, sure it's been, it's been a while. <laughs> If you ever need any help. Yeah, thanks. Well, yep, yeah, well, that's me. That's a good thing to, to settle uh, episode uh, 400 on for me, I think. Yep. Whew. News time? Is it news time? Yep. I think it might be news time. Beep, 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 okay, so beep, we have a story beep, 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 beep. about uh, somebody who beep, beep. grabbed someone by the Mikote. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> God damn it, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> no? All right. Please, please, no. please do not grab your local Mikotes. Yeah, do not grab people by the Mikote. Uh. All right, so Idea Factory International announced that its latest spin-off Neptunia action RPG, Mega Tagmension Blanc plus Neptunia versus Zombies will oh. release, uh, released on PC via Steam on October 3rd. The title's somewhat beautiful, but also amazingly difficult. <laughs> Mega Tag Mention Blanc plus Neptune versus Zombies. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, that's a thing. All you right. can get a deluxe pack. It has a digital art book, um, ringtones, wallpapers, PC themes, and, you know, the game. Oh, no, sorry, I'm sorry. I, just... I, I lied. You that lied? Is is sold separately. Oh. You shouldn't lie to our listeners. Sorry, I, I just know. remembered there was there was a game I forgot to talk about. <gasps> Hold on. Was, well, tell me what it is, and then we can decide if it's worth derailing now. Uh, Planet Coaster. Okay. I don't know what that is, but the name is enough that I'm like, I want to hear more about Planet Coaster. What's Planet It's basically the, it's the spiritual sequel to Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 done by the people who developed Elite Dangerous. Oh. I had heard about this. It's supposed pretty to be cool. really good. Yeah. Yeah, it is. I'm enjoying it. It's a, basically, the game comes out in November, but as a pre-order of the special edition, I'm in the, I'm just doing the alpha stuff. Um, I've made some pretty crazy stuff, you know? 
But I, I think in this case, it might be just be better to look at some YouTube footage because there are some really crazily creative people out there and I am not one of them. So, yeah, go do that. We return you to the news. Beep, to the news. Beep, 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 beep. Beep. And I'm out. <laughs> no, don't be out. We need your No, input. I'm still here. Okay. Ah. There's a review of the Vita release of Mega Tag Mansion Block Plus Neptune V's versus Zombies. <gasps> if you want to get a sense for whether or not you want to look at the PS re- really, PC release. Excuse me. All right. So, Bandai Namco announced a crossover RPG. This time, it's Sword Art Online and Excel World getting together. I don't know anything oh, so, about Excel okay. so World. The two, the, so the two, the two series that I think canonically exist in the same universe anyway. Oh, do they? Okay. Yeah. From what I remember, someone saying Axel World set about 50, 60 years after Sword Art Online or something. Mm. It's been a long time since I saw Axel World, okay? Like, quite a long time. I, I don't know... Been, um, I haven't even watched all the Sword Art Online yet, let alone Axel World. To be honest, you probably. I think you, you, I, as far as Sword Art Online goes, I don't think you're really missing much. But oh, really? Oh, that's too bad. Well, as far as the whole MMO anime goes, I think people would probably prefer something like I don't know, Dot Hack or something. <laughs> the, you mean the other one? <laughs> well, only yeah, one well, other big well, one? I think some. I think people prefer Log Horizon. I don't. I've never even heard of that one. Okay. Uh, well then yeah sorry I got distracted by the Square Enix store where all of these soundtracks for 14 are available (laughs) well you have at least one of them already Uh, yes I have a few of them already okay well Uh, at least one of them you have is autographed you're welcome yeah thank you that was before Meteor uh What are we talking about? Oh, the crossover RPG between Excel World and Sword Art Online. So there's trailers up on the site you can go check out. Um, it's going to be coming out for Vita and PS4 in Japan and North America. We don't know anything about that yet. We're still waiting for Sword Art Online Hollow Realization, which is November 8th here and in Europe. So let's see. Oh, the trailers are for Hollow Realization as well. I'm sorry. I got that confused. So it's an action. So the crossover RPG, though. Back to Excel World versus Sard Online. It will be a uh, action RPG. So, big surprise. XSeed announced a pre-order bonus for their farming game, Story of Seasons Trio of Towns. It's going to be a cute little capybara. He's a D, three and a half inch capybara. Anna, do you want a capybara? I, the problem is, is I haven't played Story of Seasons. I thought you played the first one. No. Oh, okay. It's still sitting in my pile of games that I need to play. Ah. Uh, so. Nice. Did you I see this capybara, Kelly? Isn't it cute? I I didn't get a chance to see it. I um, still need to play Story of Seasons, it. too. Did you, have you ever seen the Angora rabbit that they included with the first Story of Seasons? Yes, I have that. Yeah, so this capybara is the same size. Uh, it's actually really tiny. It is. But cute. Yeah, in Japan it was a cell phone strap. This game had like 8 million pre-order bonuses in Japan because it's the 20th anniversary of Bokuju Monogatari in Japan this year. Um, And this Capybara plush isn't any of them. So I'm really surprised. (laughs) 
It's so teeny. It's, it's quite teeny cute. tiny. But it's so cute. It is cute. It's a very cute poster. Um, so so go check that out. Gus released um, new media for um, Knights of Azure 2, Bride of the New Moon. Um, this comes with some new information about the characters as well as their function in combat. Um, Knights of Azure 2 is coming out um, December 22nd for PS4 and Vita in, in Japan. Japan. And there is, uh, it is being localized. Sometime in 2017. Yeah, sometime 2017. I'm not even sure if we know who's doing the... Yeah, I don't know. So they've got a bunch of details on story was the big thing. Right. Um, and so we could give you story details. Upon learning her friend Liliana will be offered as a sacrifice to the Queen of the Moon, the Night Defender Alush uh, attempts to escape to spare Liliana's life. Blah, 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 blah. Um, assisting Alush in combat are servants and, uh, and Lilis. Alush can bring one Lily and two servants into battle with her at a time. Uh, Lilies are computer-controlled companions. Oh, my gosh. And then servants are familiars that serve Alush in combat and are split up into... T and it's probably Alushé. I'm sorry. And it's split up into two categories, trickers and strikers. Trickers remove obstacles. Okay, so there's a lot of stuff going on with combat. And are you interested in this at all? I need to play the first one. I need to finish the first one. Um, apparently, it's not super long. Like, it's less than 20 hours. So it's kind of one of those things where it's like... She's got a kitty cat with her. I probably would just start playing it on a on a Sunday and kind of banging out over the weekend. So it looks like, like the familiars might be little kitty cats and stuff. So I don't know what's going on. Anyway. Oh, kitty so, cats. My re my relevance just peaked. <laughs> so in, in the latest, he said, she said, um, <laughs> Bethesda announced that they were going to start doing mods on consoles. A while back. A while back. And then they came out on the Xbox One, and Bethesda was like, they're not coming out on PlayStation 4 because Sony's a poopy head. Yeah. And there was sort of some back and forth because some unofficial stuff le leaked from Sony that said um, Bethesda's the one that backed out because they didn't want to verify every single mod. And so this week, they have finally come to an agreement. Skyrim and Fallout mods are coming to PS4, but they will only be permitted to have in-game assets. Yep. So no so My Little Pony Dragons, point? no Randy Savage, oh yeah, and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That Randy Savage Dragon mod was like one of the best mods I've seen. Yeah, it's a pretty good mod. I was amused by the Thomas the Tank Engine one mm. myself. Mm -hmm. Turned, I think it turned all the dragons into... Th Thomas the Tanks? Yes. Amazing. Because um, in my mind, that's creepier. It's, it is kind of creepy, yeah. Well, the whole Thomas to Tank storyline is creepy. But so we have a new version of Skyrim coming out to the PC. Yeah. And, so and the this Xbox is One the and PS4. H so HD edition or whatever. The special Ultimate edition. Ultimate edition. Yeah. yeah. So it's the first one that'll be out on Xbox One and PS4. It's an update that you get for free on the PC if you add all the DLC pieces already, which a lot of people do, including me. Um, this might be one of my Extra Life games. I'm not sure. Um, so what is the first one that's coming out soon. So I guess it's going to launch Fallout. with the Skyrim mods, it looks like, on PS4. Okay. And then I Fallout thought... 4 is later. Oh, okay. I Both Fallout games will also first. be patched to take advantage of the PS4 Pro. Do -do -do -do. Yeah. Um, All right. So we got new information for Valkyria Azure Revolution. Um, the battle demo version 2.0 came out in Japan. Um, in addition to the new details and associated screenshots they put out, um, they also did a new trailer showing some early story scenes. 
Um, and they're basically they basically want fans to try and guess uh, who the voice actors are. Well, in Japan at least. Right. Yeah. More Japanese news. Lots of Japanese news this week. Yeah, because uh, Japan Ammonium's on a little bit of a break because mm. uh, Gaijin's daughter was born super early, and so oh, he's shoot. taking care of her. Man, so this has all been hiding in Japan Ammonium? Yep. Oh, we should just have that be... All right, never mind. Never mind. I can't dictate editorial. All right, Pokemon Block. <laughs> Pokemon Black? Block. 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 Poke Block. It's yeah. the Poke Block. Go get your Hoopa. The Poke Blocks are something I need to go make. I need some berries. Yeah. And we make some Poke Blocks. Hey, Chris, did you go get your Hoopa yet? I did not get my Hoopa. Go get your Hoopa Do on. you know how to get a Hoopa? No. I Tell me how to get I'm a I'm going to tell you how to get a Hoopa. All right. First, you need XY, Alpha, Sapphire, or Omega Ruby. Any of those games. And then you go in and do the mystery gift. And instead of getting it off the internet, which right now you will get a a Keldeo, um, if you go to enter a code for your mystery gift, you put in 2016 Hoopa, 2016HOOPA, and you'll get a Hoopa in North America. Um, I don't know what you do in like Europe and other countries. Maybe they have other codes. They they have their own codes, yeah. Okay. Uh, the Hoopa arrives at level 50 and carries a smoke ball. Its magician ability lets it steal an item for an oppo- opposing Pokemon when it hits it with a move. It knows Astonish, Hyperspace Hole, Nasty Plot, and Psychic. So, uh, a whole bunch of... Sorry, go ahead, Kelly. Oh, funny story about Hoopa. Oh, yeah? The last year when they were distributing them at McDonald's, and my husband and I didn't want to be curmudgeons that just walked into the McDonald's and you know, downloaded our Pokemon and then walk out. So we sat in the parking lot and the only parking space that was open for some reason, like the Wi-Fi reached my husband's DS, but not, but not yours. Mine. Oh no. Yes. <laughs> so we, we were like driving around the parking lot like idiots so that I could download mine. Why didn't you just and hand him fi- the 3DS? It, it, for some reason it <laughs> wouldn't work like that. Oh, okay. I don't know why. All right. So, like we're driving around the parking lot trying to find the right signal and we could tell that their little Wi-Fi hotspot was in the play place. Uh-oh. So we had to have him. He actually like went through the drive through and ordered something, which gave me just enough time to download my hoop. <laughs> Next time, just go in. It'll be less weird. Eh, only slightly less. <laughs> we didn't want to get out of the car. That and I think we had the dog with us. But anyway, that was the story. <laughs> Drive, like by that story. Drive by Hoopa. <laughs> Drive by uh, Hoopa. That goes on the title list. <laughs> Drive by Hoopa. All right. So, um, Pokemon Sun and Moon. Sun and Moon. Um, we're going to be coming out next month. And it's going to be all the hypes. So, let's talk about a few things that happened with Pokemon Sun We and got Moon. to see the awkward teenage forms of a bunch of the starters. Right. So, oh. Dartrix, Toracat, and Breon. And I think Brion kind of broke the internet and proved that it's just a little bit sexist. It is? Yes, because people have determined that Brion is not an acceptable Pokemon because they are quote-unquote too feminine. I, but wait, yet they had no problem I'm with Gardevoirs. I don't understand. I thought our, our the goal was to be more tolerant of people to be as feminine or masculine from traditional means as they desired. Um, and meanwhile, Braxion is quietly laughing and... And, the and and Brian is not allowed to be feminine now. I don't know. People, How dare you be feminine? People are very uncomfortable with Brian. I mean, is she doing something that's like degrading to herself in some way? They're wearing a skirt. That's 
I mean, feminine? No, no, no. So you know I'm how, so confused. You know how like the you know how like the baby seal has like that little bit of fluff around its tail? Yeah. Well, in Brion it moves up to sort of the waistish area and there becomes more of them. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm looking at it. It looks like she's wearing a skirt. And that's okay. Not necessarily a female Pokemon. That's male or female. Oh, I see. So and we can't have male. I don't exactly have a problem with this. <laughs> You're biased. Yeah, you are slightly I don't biased. I don't understand why this is a controversy, but Hitmonchan wearing a tutu is just fine and dandy. Who can only be male. Yes. Hmm. I don't know I what's mean, happening anymore. Yeah, I actually can't remember the last time I wore trousers. So a Torah cat... Is the evolved form of Litten. It has a bell. It has a bell, but if you pet it, it burns yes, your hand. The bell is it. not like a metal bell. It's, it's a floating it's, it's on fire. It's power. a floating fireball. Yeah. It's kind of amazing. And so of course and, they showed off um like petting like the Poka Ami game. And so like different there are different ways. You're gonna you say can... what I just said, aren't you? Yeah. I just said it though. Yeah, but I'm gonna use a different example. Oh, okay. You. If you pet Batrix on his like leaf that flips over his eye, he gets very perturbed. Well, it's like it's like it's hair flip. Yeah. It even flips the hair out of its way. Yes. And then it goes right back there. Yes. That's great. Um, and Torcat, Torcat does the kneading thing that uh, cats do. Yep. And people are freaking out about it in no. a good way. Don't don't touch its ball because that hurts. Yeah. It actually yeah. lights it gets, your it hand gets on mad fire. at you too if you yes. do it. Um, on top of that, they also announced that a special demo version is coming out. Um, it'll be available on the Nintendo eShop October 18th in North America and Europe. And so here's the thing is, when you start playing the demo, you get a Greninja. And as you slowly bond with the Greninja, eventually, once it reaches maximum bond... Bondageness? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to say <laughs> that. Yeah, maximum bondage. Yeah. <laughs> when it, when its bond reaches its peak... I don't know how to say that. Peak bondage, that. yep. Um, it stands up and becomes Ash's Greninja. Yeah. Can, can, can we use the term peak bondage as one of the potential show titles? Okay, yeah, all right. I'll put that under cool. maximum bondage. Yeah, peak bondage. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Got it. it, it I mean, that's a really good a name for us. We're going to need more blank stone here for potential that, show that's a, that's a That's a really, really good title for a okay. 400th episode. Um, also, bondage. digital yeah. review copies are out for Pokemon Sun and Moon because we know that the game is 3.2 gigs... Um, big yeah in size yep so that's uh you may need a bigger memory card if you've got you know anything else on it so you may want to think about that if you're downloading that's all so good to, good to be aware of since you know some people have systems that came with four gig cards <laughs> way back when that's not gonna i mean it might fit it's not gonna go well i actually have the deck pre-ordered and paid for uh, i think we nice. do too we do yeah and I'm glad that the dual pack comes with Pokeballs this time around because I find that infinitely more useful than potions. Potions, yeah. Well, it didn't matter in X and Y what, once I started getting these Pokemile stuff running in, but I guess if they, they've closed that loophole, I don't know what I'm going to do this time. If I have to make money the old-fashioned way that makes you wait until after you beat the game, what's the fun in that? Ugh. Ugh. I hate buying 10 Pokeballs at a time is what I'm saying. Or I want to buy like a hundred of things at a time. First Pokemon <laughs> problems. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. 
All right. Turn-based RPG. That's the end of the Poke Block, by the way. I hope it was uh, yummy. Um, so, t- turn-based RPG, Unlucky Mage. You heard of this one? No, but it. I think this is... This it's game. EXE Creates yeah. game. Well, and I hate saying this. Yeah? I hate myself for saying this. Go ahead. I'm pretty sure this is an RPG maker game. Oh, no. Uh, it's coming to the 3DS eShop yep. this fall. Um, but it looks cool. And uh, it is turn-based RPG, so it's like traditional. It's got a map on the bottom screen um, to kind of guide you to where your, your cave entrances or treasures are or something like that. I don't know. It looks very traditional from a few screenshots we have here. Um, and it's going to be launching on Nintendo 3DS eShop sometime this fall. So that gives them to like December 21st or so. Yeah. So we'll see when, when that comes out. Chris. Yeah? Chris. Yeah? Guess what? What? What does that mean? Uh, are you getting psyched up for more Danganronpa? Yes! Okay, well, it's coming to PS4. Yes. Yeah, so Dangan they... 1 and 2 Reload. Yeah. It's coming out in North America and Europe in 2017. Uh, it'll have the first two games. And what about all the other games? I don't know. Guess well, there's not. only three. Okay. There's Danganronpa 1, Danganronpa 2, and then um, the... The, the one that isn't a a mystery game. Ah. Um, what is it called again? Hang on, let me look it up. So that will bring... So th- just, just to remind you, these games have come out on Vita, Apple iOS, and Android, and now PC. And oh, also PC, and now PS4. So that's, that's a lot of platforms these things have uh, made the rounds to. Not bad for visual novels. Yeah. Ultra Despair Girls. Oh, right. And that was Vita? Yeah, Vita. Okay. So, so here's my dilemma, Chris. What's your dilemma? There's a collector's edition. Oh, there is? Yes. What and it has, get? well, it has both of the games. And it has a, a Monokuma sticker that says, Sorry, I was born stupid. Okay. okay, that's pretty great. Isn't that awesome? And it has a Monokuma coin. Um, it has a 40-page hardcover art book. Um, it has the PS4 version of the game. It has a two-disc, 27-track soundtrack, and Monokuma sunglasses. I didn't even see any of the special edition stuff. So this is only available on the NIS America store. It's $59.99, and I kind of really want it. Okay, so get it. Okay. I don't know. Well, it, well, here's the other thing, Chris. Is yeah. If you get over $75 of stuff on the, the Nisa store, then you get free shipping. And there's this awesome Danganronpa shirt that oh. has the, the two puppets on it. And it's mm-hmm. awesome. So I know what I'm getting for Christmas. Thanks. What? I really love my new present. <laughs> oh. Subtle. Okay. <laughs> like hammer. So, well, Chris is ordering those things for me. <sighs> let's do a uh, crowdfunding check-in. Yeah, let's. So, Wasteland 3 um, has launched You realize on... Ropa isn't coming out till next year, right? I know. Okay. So, you wouldn't get it for Christmas. Um, well, then it'll be my Valentine's Day present. Isn't that Persona 5? Oh, right. Um, it'll be my Because You Love Me present. Tell them about the thing. 
So Wasteland 3 um, has landed on the crowdsourcing platform Fig. And for those of you who are like, I have no idea what Fig is. Fig is a crowdfunding platform. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Do you want a Danganronpa Hope's Peak Academy School Supply Set? I was looking at that, too. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, that would put me over the dollar value. But then I decided on the shirt instead. It has a ruler and pencils and a pen and a coin. I, I and really an like that pen. Oh, my gosh. Because it would be the kind of thing that I would take to E3 because I always need a pen when I go to E3. And no one would steal it because it's amazing. Anyways. Um... For those of you who are like, what the heck is Fig? Fig is a Kickstarter-like platform that um, a bunch of the people that did um, big Kickstarters three or four years ago got together and made. And you can become an investor or you can contribute uh, um, in the same way that you do on Kickstarter. The cool thing is, is they do extra things like discount codes and um, like tiered bonuses based on how much gets put into the project and there's a bunch of other sort of um perks for it um the cheapest dollar value that will get you a game is 33 dollars there were some um early bird that would let you get it for a little bit cheaper but they have all sold yeah they all sold out i so i backed uh belief land too so i get five dollars off my backing here um but it's uh yeah i don't know I, I haven't decided if I want to back it again or not. I just, you know, I'm I'm pre-ordering a game that's not that's going to take a long time to get out, right? Right. And if it's not taking a long time to get out, what do they need my money for? Because they're almost done, you know. So I I don't know. So um, 2019, they're estimating. By right. the way, so their goal was 2.7 million dollars, 2.75 million dollars. They have passed that. What are they at now? Um, 2.757. They just passed it. Um, and the campaign still has um, 26 out of its 30 days to go. So it was funded in like four days. Hmm. So, uh, all right. So for $5, the, the minimum donation is $5. You get uh, to follow the project and show your support. and You get a forum badge. Or if you want to spend lots of money. Uh, obviously, because here, if you're crazy and have tons of money, you can actually invest on the game. But we're going to ignore that. Um, for the normal people options, which I don't know if I would call the person who would do this normal, for $5,000 plus shipping. None of them have been claimed yet. You get all the physical and digital goodies. You get to design a unique encounter with our guidance, name and describe the NPCs, help us describe how, uh, decide how the encounter begins and where it takes place, pending approval, of course. So, of course, here's all the goodies you get. Okay. Forum badge, mm -hmm. Wasteland 3 digital copy plus early access, PC only. Wasteland 2 Director's Cut Digital Copy, PC only. Digital Ranger's Guide to Colorado. Digital Novella Bundle. Digital Art Book. Digital Soundtrack. Digital High Resolution Art. Wasteland 3 Alpha Access, PC only. Your name in the credits. Wasteland 3 Signed Collector's Edition, PC only. Wasteland Playing Cards. Night Terror Plushie. Wasteland 3 Gamer Shoes. And Design a Unique Encounter. Gamer Shoes. Let's look at what gamer shoes are. So I don't know, $5,000 to, you know, do work for them seems kind of silly to me. Like where's the uh where's the have a dinner with us and I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of silly. Oh, here's the shoes. It's like a pair of high tops that have Wasteland 3 images printed on them. Uh, okay. Yeah, you know what? I'm yeah, nah. 
I not think, impressed with the rewards and stuff here. I think people are starting to feel a little bit of fatigue of companies. While these companies have really great track records for actually producing the games that they're kickstarting, I think people are kind of starting to wonder why they continually need crowdfunding to complete them. And of course, the answer is because they need $3 million to make the game, and that doesn't come from nowhere. But there's still some hesitation. Um, the, well, the thing here is this is in exile, and they've essentially built their business around doing crowdfunded games right now. Right. Um, and they're using it as an important way of supplementing their investment costs for making these products. And I don't believe that that's the only way that they're getting the money. Um, but they did all the Shadowrun games. They're doing this. They're doing Torment Tides of Numenera. Um, they're making good games, I'll be honest with you. It's just, uh, do we really need them to do... Uh, I'm sorry, they didn't do the Shadowrun games. I don't know why I said that. That was stupid of me. Here are the games they actually did. Bard Tales 4, uh, Torment Tides of Numenera. Both of those aren't out yet. Wasteland 2 did come out, was good. They also did um, Choplifter HD, Hunted the Demon's Forge, and the Bard's Tale remake from 2004. So they, they ha you know what? I, I take it back. Out of all that, the only one I know is good is Wasteland 2, and everything I've seen of Torment looks amazing. I liked um, the Bard Tales remake. Okay, so I just didn't play it. Okay. So I can't speak for it, that's all. So the other thing that they're doing is not only do they have monetary stretch goals, but they have social stretch goals. So they have team missions. Yeah, um, they did this with the Psychonauts 2 thing as yeah, well. Yeah, so it's like Facebook likes, Facebook shares, Twitter followers, Twitter retreats, cosplays, and fan art. And so every time they complete a quote-unquote stop, um, the little car goes further on the map, and uh, that unlocks further content within the game. So, yeah. Do you want to talk about this Vulture Capitalist? Uh, it looks cool. So this is um, Conquer Silicon... So it's called Vulture Capitalist, the video game. Conquer Silicon Valley as a power-hungry Vulture Capitalist. Build and battle your way to the top as you raise promising tech startups um, it's an rpg style adventure strategy mobile game based on america's true pastime making boatloads of money at other people's expense so you're a young venture capitalist you're ready to take over 8-bit silicon valley uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the idea is they were inspired by pokemon and chrono trigger so you uh let's see every day you get income from your companies and uh as you explore the game world there will be various opportunities to spend and invest your money in different ways such as acquiring companies in battle after you've acquired a company it will grow as you train it and you invest more money into it then you use your newfound wealth to battle your way for the world of vulture capitalists so uh so you can acquire startups and they have different uh types social productivity data and normal um are you kind of seeing the po the pokemon parallels here um, as you gain money and invest, they, they, go, they have a bar that goes up, and they get stronger, and eventually they can evolve. So, like, they've got a picture on here of, like, um, so, oh, I guess it's not on here. Um, it was on another story I saw of this one. Oh, that's loud. Uh, <laughs> so, it's basically you're playing Pokemon with companies. And you're walking through and, um, and battling people, and there's a story... Um, and so it looks neat and the idea of leveling up your companies as though they're little monsters is, is great, I think. So that said, they want 15,000. They're at 10,500 now. Go watch the video. See if you're into it. Uh, for two bucks or more, you get a thank you dot gift pack. 
So they'll send you some animated gifts, perfect for any startup or finance-related conversation. Um, or for the other side of the... At $10,000, you become a major investor in the game. As such, your name will appear in the opening credits, and you will get personal access to the team. And basically, they're showing the, the, the title screen where your name would go. So here's the, here's the one that I think is kind of cool, because I haven't really seen this much. $500. Add your company to the game. The most uh. recognizable characters in Vulture Capitalist, the game, are the different companies. Use this as a platform to get your company name and business recognized. Why do you have a different you? list here than I do? Um, are you on the Kickstarter page? Yeah. We will work with you to make sure your company is realistically portrayed in a place where people will know your name and what you do. So my my $500 description is add your company to the game. Use VC the game to get your company's name out to the masses. Companies are the central characters that everyone will, will know the names of and talk about. We are willing to work with you to put a creative spin on your company's attributes and attacks so people know who you are and what you do. Estimated delivery June 2017. I'm reading the body and you're reading the ah, okay. description. All right. So confusing. Wait, what body? I'm reading the actual body of the text. What body? The campaign text. Yeah. I don't see this listed anywhere else but on the sidebar. What okay. am I missing? It's down in rewards. I'm in rewards. What are you on? I'm on the Kickstarter page. Oh, no. I want to come see where you are. Hold okay. on. This is, I'm, we're solving mysteries of Kickstarter live on the podcast. Rewards. Oh, and you can expand that. Okay. He doesn't really know how Kickstarter works. You'll have to excuse him. Hey, I think he no, just unplugged the camera. Hold on a second. Does anybody truly know how Kickstarter works? I certainly don't. I don't think anybody have really you, does. Have either of you guys Kickstarted stuff? No. You know I've Kickstarted a billion things. Yeah, that you was more for Alice than you. Wait, what? Have you ever kickstarted something? Uh, yes. What was it? I, I kickstarted FTL way back when. Ah, okay. I mean, I can check my Kickstarter account because I do still have one. I mean, I haven't I think, crowdfunded. Yeah, I haven't done it for a while. I mean, yeah. I mean, bear in mind, remember, I, I so. kind of kickstarted cost artists then, but um, that wasn't on Kickstarter. Gets any ideas? Uh, I mean, I don't know, would uh, pre-ordering the beta of Starbound count since that was technically like while it was still in the... No, wasn't that early access? Yeah, yeah that so... was early access. I yeah, think. that's different. Okay. Uh, so the things that I backed on Kickstarter, I know I've mentioned this previously, mm -hmm. but uh, first one, uh, Project Godus. Uh, God, what was I thinking on that one? Oh, Alice, what are you doing with your Kickstarter funds? Uh, Elite Dangerous. Okay. I, I mean... That actually came yeah. out, yeah, and that was good. Yeah, uh, Chroma Squad. Okay, out. yeah, good stuff. Uh, a game called Collateral, which is still in development, still. Uh, okay. uh, and Project Nimbus, which you may have seen on Steam as an early access game. So, should we go through what I've backed, or should we not have that? No, I don't think we should, because I think your yours will just go on for forever. <laughs> we could go through just my unsuccessful pleasures. Um, see uh. what I've pulled pulled stuff out of <laughs> the only time i've come close was when they did bloodstained with uh i think igagashi the castlevania guy mm -hmm. that was the 
I thought about doing, but I thought, well, if you know, it's Castlevania, it's probably going to be funded, and I'm just waiting for results at this point. But I'd uh, rather that, just, that one's happening. Yeah. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather just wait for it to come out. That being said, that looks really good. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Ugh. How about we talk about the news and briefs? Oh, there's that knife that we backed that got canceled because it because it turned out to patents. be a Chinese ripoff or something. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm so sad about that. Project State suspended. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what are we talking about? We're pulling up our briefs. Oh, wow. Um, I actually... What the hell? So I was listed as a background Wasteland 2, right? Yep. I've talked about how I've got the discount. Uh-huh. Uh, I actually canceled my pledge for Wasteland 2. I didn't remember that I did that. I ended up buying it the hard way because I... Just like now, I felt like these guys are doing just fine and I don't have to fund everything on the internet. Oh, I remember when you were going through that phase. Uh, I'm kind of still going through that phase. Okay. <sighs> What's the last thing I... The last thing I funded was a $5 Linux computer thing called the Omega 2, which looks really cool. Um, and I... And then before that was Freeze Pop's new album. What are we talking about? Briefs. Briefs? Briefs. Oh, let's pull up our... You're clever, Anna. Yeah. All right, all right. Mastiff announced the Grumman 3D and Monstrous Adventures coming out on North America on October 13th. So this is a remake of the Grumman 3D game. That came out on PC and PSP. Yeah, that was very popular um, back on the PSP days. And I know we talked about when it came on PC. Uh, let's see, we've got DLC for Darkest Dungeon that's been announced. Uh, that's going to be... Uh, they don't know anything about it. Uh, it's called The Crimson Court. It's about vampires, uh, PC, Mac, Linux, PS4, and Vita, early 2017. Uh, we have Mordheim. This is the uh, Warhammer uh, universe. Uh, it's the fantasy Warhammer universe. Um, it's a tabletop game. You could play it uh, without... It's the sort of tabletop game where you don't have to buy $8,000 worth of pieces, um, but it's still set in more in the... Anyway, you you would play against your your uh, your friends. Uh, you'd get together. You'd have a tabletop battle, and you'd keep track of your team um, between battles. And they'd get like wounds, and and interesting things would happen to them. Your party would evolve over time, and you have to recruit new people. And you'd find hobbit chefs that you just press into service because you're jerks. And yeah, anyway, so um, it's a uh, it's coming to. It was out on PC. Um, I'm sad because nobody's ever really wanted to play it with me, but I haven't done a good job of going out and asking people. It's coming to PS4 and Xbox One, and that's way too long of time for something that I labeled as a brief. Focus Home Interactive has announced a date for. Um, oh, that's what I just talked about. Uh, Baffleth Entertainment and Indie Voyages Zavix Tower. That's the name of the game. Zavix Tower from Baffleth Entertainment Indie Voyage. It's like an old wizardry style game. Right, so you have to like make you know name your town, create a party of heroes, and then you start going up a tower, and it has procedurally generated floors. You have to deal with monsters, treasures, traps, uh, bosses. It's out now for fifteen bucks. Um, Moogles are in Final Fantasy fifteen. They will be items. Um, how's that going to work? They uh, lucky items, lucky charms that are believed to help out during a crisis or difficult times. 
we don't really know how they're going to work other than they said they have them um monster hunter generations dlc the october dlc is out and you can get a costume in there where you can dress up like marth from fire emblem um you can also get a costume for your cat that makes him look like arthur from ghouls and ghosts with the lance and everything so uh i have to again question what the hell am i doing with my life not spending more time playing awesome monster hunter stuff and leveling up my kitty cat <sighs> and finally, Kingdom Hearts 2.8, Anna, is getting an official Disney pin. Yeah, I need this collector's edition. Oh, do you now? Because I have the collector's edition from the first two. Did we oh, pre-order this yet? Mm, not unless you did. I don't know. We'll have to check it out afterwards. Okie dokie. More Christmas presents for me. Christmas? This is January 24th, 2017. <sighs> Your Christmas is just going to be a bunch of shipping receipts. <laughs> <laughs> I have enjoy. had that. You have? Yes. Oh, weird. I got a one year for Christmas, the the year that the Wii came out. Um, I actually got the Wii on launch, even though it was a Christmas gift. So underneath the tree was an envelope with the picture of the Wii in it, and it said Merry Christmas on it. And you were okay with that. at that. Yeah? What was in that collector's edition other than the pen? Um bunch of games limited edition includes three unforgettable stories dream drop distance hd the 0.2 birth by sleep a fragmentary passage and unchained kai back cover um Cross. that's just what no it's kai unchained kai oh okay um i don't understand what that means so if so you pre-order what is what's what's in the regular one then the games i'm confused yeah, I was confused too because they had this. Those huge are just box, the three games. Yeah, yes. those are the three games. Yes. Yeah. So it's it just that, that. And it's a okay. So this is one of those you get uh, the limited edition as long as you pre-order the game. Okay. So let's go. To I was confused. That big box made it look like it came it came with more stuff. It does. I don't think it does though. No, it's it's not. Uh... Yeah. Sorry. Demystifying pre-orders, the job of Gosh. RP Gamer, right? No? Because that's just that I have the other two collector's editions for Kingdom Hearts. The yeah, it's just in a nicer, bigger box because there's that Disney pin inside of it. When are you going to okay. play this crap, Anna? You haven't played any of the previous two special awesome editions you got. Yeah, I know. The PS3 version of Birth by Sleep is really good. I need to play them all. I, I think Birth by Sleep is actually the best one in the series. Cool. I'm looking forward to playing it. Someday. All right, Kingdom Hearts. Alright, so while he pre-orders a game for me, we are going to go through the trailers. Someone has to read them to me. <clears throat> okay. Let's see here. Capcom has released two new videos for its Japan-bound Monster Hunter stories. No, you didn't let me fill in the word. You said read. Yes, but you have to, like, stop and let me do it. You don't know how to I, do I mean, this I, yet, do you? No. Okay. I don't have the rhythm down. So we'll try the next one. We'll, okay. we'll, we'll get you to be a, a trailer-reading fiend yet. Okay. A new... Trailer! ...has been released for NXL's Torment Times of Numenera. And Chris did a... No. We did some sort of PAX coverage for this, so check it out. Okay. 66 Independent Studio Underbite Games recently released a new gameplay... Trailer! 
for its upcoming title, Super Dungeon Tactics. Yep. Natsume released a new trailer for its latest farming sim, Harvest Moon Skytree Village. And a release date, November 8th. Ahead of its imminent Japanese release, Capcom released a series of videos for Monster Hunter stories that didn't have the word trailer in it. That messed me up. <laughs> we also have that in there twice because Chris is a goofball. I Yes. Yeah. And? Mm-hmm. Okay. Square Enix revealed a new Final Fantasy 15. Oh, no, 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 guys, you don't understand. There were two separate news stories from us this week with Monster Hunter Stories trailers. Oh, that's not a good excuse, Chris. Sorry. And you messed me up, Chris. Thanks a lot. I was just I was just getting a rhythm down. (laughs) (laughs) So did we talk about the Final Fantasy 15 trailer um, with death in it? No, because you made a crappy joke on the forums and got spit on for it i did yes oh I wait what because chris said isn't this game dead and three people were like no let's be honest here final fantasy 15 is pretty dead at this point budai says not to me i'm really excited same here says dark rpg master the trailer they showed at tgs brought back my hype pre-ordered it waiting impatiently for its release so yeah. so i say stockholm syndrome <laughs> we have feedback we have feedback. Yes. So first, I need to apologize. I called Disa a guy last week. Sorry, girl. So we also have email. Yay! Um, so I told Bento that I would read this this week. And here's the deal. Hello, RPG cast crew. My name is Bento, and I'm a longtime listener from Portugal. I would like to thank you for all the great podcasts that accompany me through my Sunday work. I would like to ask some advice from all of you. I'm about to buy my first Nintendo console, a 3DS XL and Dragon Quest VII. In your opinion, are there any RPGs I must play on the 3DS? And is Dragon Quest VII as good, a good starting point for the Dragon Quest saga? So two questions in there. So one, I would say... Yes. Sorry. Uh, I would say that that Dragon Quest is a pretty decent jumping in point. For the, um, aside from the whole twenty hours to job thing, but I also I think that what was I trying to say? I don't know. I think it's an okay Dragon Quest to start out with, if you ask me. Um, I would say it is a fairly decent one. I liked nine better than I like seven. But I don't remember if 9's DS or 3DS. 9's story was boring. Okay. Um, Yeah, but I mean, here's the thing is, you have a lot of options because 4, 5, 6, and 9 are DS games, and 7 is 3DS, and 8 will be 3DS. Um, So, yeah, I I mean, I would say start with Dragon Quest 7 because it's as good a place to any to start with. And then kind of do a little bit of reading on four, five, six, and nine, and maybe pick one up from there. So, games, other RPGs that he should pick up for the 3DS. Etrian Odysseys. One of the Fire Emblem games. Ooh, both of the, all the Fire Emblem games. So, in terms of Etrian Odyssey, I would say start with the remake of the first game. And if you like it, go back to four and then play two. And I realize that's ridiculously out of order, but they don't connect together 
in real firm ways, so you can actually play them out of order. Uh, you could also so that's if you want dungeon crawling. There's Pokemon, of course. Yep. Um, what is, what's more traditional? I guess those bravely. are traditional. Bravely, bravely yeah. default or bravely second. Um, yep. I would recommend bravely second because they basically catch you up on the what happens in bravely default in the first two minutes of bravely second. Then you can't be outraged. Honestly, you're saving yourself a lot of grinding. Yeah, that's true. Um, Legend of Zelda A Link Between Worlds is amazing. It's like Link to the Past, but better. Yeah. Um, And I really like the remake of the Ocarina. Yep. So there's a couple of Zelda games. Oh, yeah. Majora's Um, Mask's on 3DS as well, isn't it? Yes, it is. Um, So which Monster Hunter game should he get, Chris? Uh, the the newer one, uh, if he wants a Monster Hunter game, that is right. Uh, Generations is an improve is a more improved version, so I would go with the latest, and it's where more people are playing. So, I uh, multiplayer is important in that game, so I would recommend the newest one. Um, I know neither of them are RPGs, but I am a huge fan of both Phoenix Wright and Professor Layton. So, if you enjoy puzzle games by any sort of definition of puzzle games. Those are both fantastic. Um, There's a couple of eShop games that are cool. Um, There's both Pokemon Picross and Picross um, 2, Picross 3D second second round, I think it's called. Um, What else is there for 3DS RPGs? Um, Only RPGs. and like kind of spiritual only um, both theater or theaterism curtain call yeah so if you like um, music that's a good one um, Yokai Watch just came out if you think that you would not be a big fan of um, Pokemon um, Mario Luigi Paper Jam I had a ton of fun with um there are a couple Super Mystery Dungeon games, like Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon. Oh, don't go there. <laughs> um, um, Shin Megami Tensei Devil Survivor. Um, both one and two had remakes, right? Yes. Um, so those are really good. Um if you like the Persona series, there is an Etrian Odyssey game that Etrian Odyssey style game po- Persona Q. Oh yeah, so that's if you want your Etrian and your Persona. Don't um, let anybody tell you that that game's bad because some of the Persona ca- or the SMT community really don't like that game, and I don't. Do you recommend know. Seventh Dragon? Uh, yeah, actually, I was just getting there. Um, Seventh Dragon is really good. Um, although I, f- I think you're going to need some patience to play that game because there's some things that I think would drive some people very crazy. Um, how about fantasy life? Yeah. Yeah. That was fun. We played it for a long time. Yeah, we did. It's just, I don't, for some reason, I don't want to go back to it anymore. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. We, we kind of it played kind out, played, played out of it, but I mean, at the same time, is the sequel out yet? Uh, no, and it's an iOS Android game. Oh. So Fantasy Life really fizzled out at the end. It yeah. Did. Yep. It yeah, once you're done did. the main story, it's hard to keep going. 
I kind of wish that I had done more jobs during the main story. All right. So for Fire Emblem, do you recommend Awakening or do you recommend the current, the, the trilogy? Um, I would say Awakening. Okay. Um, if you're looking for eShop games, Weapon Shop de Omas. Um, I want to say Alfadia, but I don't know. Okay. I feel like I'm... And you've got got tons of virtual console games to pick for now. Yeah, no, We're... massive. Animal Crossing? Virtual. Yeah, um, no, yeah. Not really my kind of game. Okay. But... And it's Yokai also... Watch? Yeah, I mean, the problem is, is you kind of either want to start with either Yokai Watch 2... Um, oh, or okay. Pokemon, um, Instead, yeah. Pokemon Sun Moon, because I'm not sure that I would recommend both to a first time 3DS owner, and I'm kind of fifty fifty which way I would go. Okay. The 3DS Terraria is pretty good, and it's the best controlling version of all the console versions, if you ask me. If you want a, a long ass um, console style RPG, Xenoblade Chronicles 3D is worth thinking about. Because um, that's well reviewed and it's got voice acting and it's long and it's a big juicy thing for you to just get your teeth into for a long time. And I've tried to stick to games that I feel would be available in Europe. Uh, okay, I am. I know that one is. Are the Project Cross Zones in Europe? I. No, the first one is. I think. Yeah, and I'm fairly certain that the second one is too. Um, I don't know if I would recommend the first one. There's so many. Yeah, I mean, I think we just named 15 or 20 games. I think we're good for now. Yeah. (laughs) Let's let let that be. I think if you did um, that, you can move on to the next platform and feel like you did a good job on the last one. Yeah, so hopefully we gave you some good suggestions. Bento, maybe that should be your question of the... That should be our question of the week. What? What? There's nothing left. We suggested all the games. Yeah, but I mean, not a new suggestion. Just kind of like, hey, I'd also vote for X. So that that is our question of the week. What RPG would you recommend to a first-time 3DS owner right now? And if you can't find any 3DS games, there's all the DS games. All right, and I'm going to make this harder because some people like to do it like what we did and just put a giant list of 20 games. You get to pick one in your response. And we're only going to read one. So you got to pick one. Okay. So we have a phone call. Yes. Yes, and that's what I just ran away to take care of. Let's uh, let's get that play in here. All right. Jason Ariola calls in. Hey, RBG cast. This is Jason Ariola from Rio Rancho, New Mexico. So my response to the question of the week on what platform I'd like to play Dragon Quest in on, if it ever came out, would be probably the PS4. Because at this point, I don't think the Wii U is a viable platform, really, for it. Uh, the Wii clearly isn't. And I don't really think the 3DS or iOS or Android versions would really do very well out here. It just seems like a weird choice for a uh, MMO. I don't know. Maybe that's just me, though. So Anyway, I think uh, with... Uh, or maybe the NX. I don't know. The NX might be nice, but I guess you'd have to see install base. But most of my friends have... Uh, I have a PS4, so I don't want to go with the PS4. Anyway, love the show, and talk to you guys later. Thank you, Jason. So there you go. Yay, our question of the week was answered. I think we also got a couple answers in the forum thread, which were basically not 3DS, not iOS, not Android. So, yeah. That's the platforms we want DQ10 on, right? Yes. Yeah, sorry. I'm blanking on that. All right. 
Sounds good to me. I'll take it. Um, <laughs> not iOS. I just like that. Not anything with iOS. Come on, please. Uh, all right. Well, I guess it's time to hit up our new game releases. Um, actually, first off, if you'd like to leave feedback for the show, there's three ways for you to do it, and then we can do what we just did right there. Um, go to the forums at forums at rpgamer.com. Go to latest updates. You'll find the show thread in there. You can go to podcast at rpgamer.com in your friendly email program. Send us a letter right there. We'll read it on the show. You can also attach an audio attachment. We'll play it on the show. And then finally, you can leave a voicemail like Jason did. 608-729-4098. Operators are standing by where operators equals Google. New game releases for the week, folks. Uh, first off, Wii U. Uh, and keep in mind with Wii U, uh, it's a mixture of stuff out last week and this week due to how hard it is to pin down release dates for their digital stuff. Wii U's Acted Out, A Game of Charades, Hurry Up, Bird Hunter, Mario vs. Donkey Kong 2, March of the Minis, Min- Ninja Pizza Girl, Paper hey, Mario Colors... I was talking about that. What? It's about a girl that's delivering pizzas, but um, people harass her about it. What? Guys show up at the door naked. What? That's on a Nintendo platform? Yeah. That's weird. All right. It's so it's, out. Okay. okay, I didn't realize it was a... Okay. Ugh. Paper Mario Color Splash comes out this week. Ba-ba-da-da. PS Ibo, Saibo, and Scorb. I don't know what those are. Uh, over on the 3DS, you get the Disney 2-pack Frozen and Big Hero 6 combo. Uh, Epic Word Search Holiday Special. Mega Man X2 and the eShop Pixel Huntle P- Psycho Pigs. And the big retail release this week is Disney Magical World 2. You excited, Anna? Or are you gonna wait? I'm at this point. I'm I've started into to hunker down and play what I have mode because people want to buy me video games for Christmas. All right, so I gotta wait. Uh, PS Vita gets Criminal Girls Two. Now what I'm getting? Ah, uh, Dragon Quest Builders and Valkyrie Drive Bikuni, which I don't know anything about, and I say that every week, and I still don't remember what it's about. But uh, yeah. Uh, PlayStation 4 is getting 100-foot robot golf, uh, Origami Collector's Edition, Dragon Quest Builders, Duke Nukem 3D, 20th Anniversary World Tour. 100-foot robot golf is the one where you can play as six corgis inside of a metal suit. Yeah, nice. Mantis Burn Racing, Mafia 3, Metal Gear Solid 5: The Definitive Experience. So Mafia 3 has a really cool intro screen. Yeah. Um, where it basically says, hey, you know these things? They they are completely abhorrent, but we put them in because they're real. What? The game deals a lot with racism and violence. Okay. Um, Moto Racer 4, Payday 2, The Big Score, Rise of the Tomb Raider 20-Year Celebration, Reus, Shadow Warrior 2, Tropico 5 Complete Collection, Yesterday Origins and WWE 2K17. Over in the Xbox One, they also get Duke Nukem 3D. They get Gears of War 4. That's our big exclusive of the week. Mantis Burn Racing, Mafia 3, Metal Gear Solid 5, The Definitive Experience, Motor Racer 4, Payday 2, Rise of the Tomb Raider, Blood Ties, Reus, Shadow Warrior 2, Yesterday Origins, and WWE 2K17. Down on PC, we've got Crazy Machines 3, Frog Climbers, Dodonpachi Resurrection. That's a shmup from Cave. You should all buy it on Windows. Duke Nukem 3D, 20th Anniversary Edition World Tour. Um, uh, That was a mistake. Sorry, I got a mistake in here that I need to delete. Um, Oh, End of the Mine, Farabelle, uh, Gears of War 4, I guess, on PC as well. 
uh, Goner, Higurashi, When They Cry, Chapter 4, Himatsubushi, uh, Infinite Mini Golf, Laser Disco Defenders, Manual Samuel, Mantis Burn Racing, Mafia 3, Moto Racer 3, 4, excuse me, Ride 2, Shadow Warrior 2, Shenzhen IO, Star Vikings. That sounds awesome. What's Star Vikings? I think I've looked this up before. Do you know what Star Vikings is, Anna? No. You don't care? Oh, you don't. Star Vikings. It's listed as a casual game. Okay. It is a casual puzzle RPG that is fun, easy to get into, and respects players' intelligence. Okay. Well, that sort of sounds like a game for me, except that last line is a little weird. Yeah. Developed by the creators of Relic Hunter Zeroes, Chroma Squad, and Dungeon Land. Okay. So, I don't know. Uh, Syndrome, also coming to PC. Yesterday Origins and WRC6 FIA World Rally Championship. Whew. Uh, Let's see. Over down, there's a new platform coming out this week for PlayStation. The PlayStation VR releases, and they've got a bunch of launch games. So here's the things you can play on your PlayStation VR. Ace Banana, Batman Arkham VR, Battlezone, Drive Club, Eve Gunjack, Eve Valkyrie, Harmonic Music, Hatsune Miku VR Future Live, Here They Lie, Hustle Kings, Job Simulator, Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes, Loading Human, PlayStation VR Worlds, Rigs Mechanized Combat League, Res Infinite, Roller Coaster Dreams, Sports Bar VR, uh, Super Hypercube, Super Stardust Ultra VR, The Assembly, Thumper, Until Dawn, Rush of Blood, Wayward Sky, and World War Tunes. Definitely, in my opinion, like the best game um, launch for a VR platform to date. However, um, um, I would recommend holding off and waiting for reviews. If you, I guess PR, it's all sold out anyway. You either have one coming or not. So there's some weird things going on with some people reporting weird things going on with the hardware and some people reporting things working perfectly. So until we know what's going on, you might want to be careful to make sure you don't you know, get a bad one or whatever. Um, or just understand better what's causing it to be weird for some people and not for others. If there's a setting or a setup that you need to do right in your house. Um, yeah, might want to hold on for that. Uh, if all that's no good and you just want to play some old games, we've got another uh, offer code coming at you on the on the RPG cast. Uh, if you go to GameFlyOffer.com slash RPGamer, you can support the show and sign up for GameFly and start getting uh, games delivered to your house. And uh, you can play them on rental. And I think you can also choose to keep them. Uh, if you like renting games and want to do it in an in a old school Netflix style, Gamefly is your place to do that. So you can think about doing that. Uh, with that, I'd like to thank our guests, Dale North, for doing our theme. Kelly Ryan for doing our intro art. And ask everybody on the show, what are you going to be playing? Kelly, you first. More WoW, more DQ7. Potentially more Starbound. Mm. Wherever the road takes me. Mm-hmm. Anna, what are you playing? Um, Dragon Quest Seven for sure, and then everything else kind of depends on what work I need to get done this week. I'm p- probably going to finish Pokemon. I'm just being very terrible about getting through games right now, so I'm not sure what's going to happen. Um, Alice, that leaves you. What are you up to? Final Fantasy Fourteen. Yep. And then back to WoW. Uh, well, yeah, I'll probably alternate with WoW, I think. 
Cool. Our question of the week, folks, is what would you RPG would you recommend for a first-time 3DS owner? Remember, send that in at podcastrpgamer.com, the forums, or 608-729-4098. With that, everybody, I think we're at the end of the show. Thanks, everybody, for watching. You can tune in every week at uh, 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, and usually... Uh, this week was a little different because it was episode 400. We will make sure Alice was on because we want to nice, have a nice big thick show to celebrate 400 episodes of RP Gamer RPG Cast. And so to the, yep. with that, I would like to point out that without um, listeners, a show is nothing. So thank you to all the listeners out there who've been listening. Um, and uh, I don't know how many of you have actually stuck around for all 400 episodes. I know usually it's an ebb and flow of people coming and going. But uh, if any of you have been around since episode number one, a big extra special thanks to you, and I should buy you lunch. Um, so track me down and let's make that happen, because wow. Uh, <laughs> thank you for being around. I hope you'll stick around with us for 400 more. Um, it's a wonderful thing that we get to do every week, and it's really cool. And thanks for being on this journey with us. Um, please also keep, keep giving us uh, feedback of what you'd like to see this show turn into as the years go on, because we got to keep changing and evolving. So I'd like to start taking into account new things or different things you'd like to see happen. Um, and also just for the site itself. Uh, we're in the midst of trying to figure out what we're going to do for a redesign of that site and what are kind of the things that matter to you in a gaming website today that didn't matter before, and uh, send that feedback in as well because that sort of stuff's going to influence what we do as we uh, as we rebuild this thing from the ground up so thanks everybody for for watching and that's going to be it for this week and we'll see you next time goodbye everybody goodbye bye now bye.